Blog Talk Radio. I don't know if he listens to the show 
or 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 what? Why he? I mean, I, I mean, it seems like he would have to. Why you, he wouldn't send this to Wade? Like, hey, Wade, listen to these trap beats. Like, that's not Wade shit, but that's my shit, and that's Cam shit. So, uh, so Clark um, sent us these beats. I'll play them a little uh, a little later, and I'll give out his information if you are interested in. Buying said beats or other beats, I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you guys to his site and all that stuff. So, um, Twitter, Twitter is another way to get at us. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. We've got our our poll up. To, uh, that got, um, I think, the biggest the biggest reaction. Sabotage. Thanks, Nathaniel. Uh, got the biggest reaction so far since since Cam's be put, since Cam's uh, been putting um, putting the polls up in the last eight ten weeks. I think he's been doing it a couple months now. Um, oh, Cam is on. Let's, well, you ain't press one. Still ain't press one. Did he? Oh, look at Schroeder. He on there. Talk to him in a minute. He way at the bottom with his hand down. Let's go ahead and bring Cam on. Cam, what's happening? Oh, now now he don't want to say nothing. After all that. All right. (laughs) I'm going to put him back on mute. Um, I hope you guys can hear me, just to make sure that that's not the issue and that it's all Cam's fault. Nobody in the chat room yet, which is open, by the way. All right, let me just run through these uh, connectivity things. Yeah, so find the show at East Coast Cast, and you can find uh, my personal Twitter, at TravLord. What's happening on East Coast Cast Twitter? <laughs> I retweeted earlier... Uh, some guy, some some dude, tweeted at. Uh, um, damn it! Now I can't remember her name. Tweeted at uh, the, the. She played uh, Misty on Luke Cage. The, the I can't remember her her name, uh, but he tweeted at her like, "Hey, you know, I just got <laughs> just got finished watching Luke Cage, and you know, you did a you did a good job, but why don't you go watch?" Uh, Matthew McConaughey's uh, portrayal in um, in uh, one of the, uh, the damn show he was on that everybody was hype about, um, True Detective, Simone Missick. So he says, hey, Simone, uh, my only suggestion after watching Luke Cage is to check out McConaughey on True Detective. Observe his acting during questioning. And she says, thanks, at Green Auditor, for your sage advice. Matthew is exactly who I should look to for inspiration in being a black female cop in Harlem. So, got your, uh, she's, you know, wasn't having it. So, anyway, find us on Twitter. Uh, You can find my personal Twitter, at TravLord. You can find Cam, at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. 
And um, let's go ahead and try Cam again here. Maybe you want to stop acting a fool. Cam, you there? What the hell, man? Hey. Don't blow. Calling 14 <laughs> times, hitting all the ones. I'm like. Hitting every one on the. Yeah. <laughs> I, and it must, I don't know what happened with the first call, but like I'm there. Like when the music's on, I'm just waiting. I hit the one, I'm ready, and it's like I can't. He's like, "Where's Cam?" I'm like, "I'm yeah." So I, who knows what happened that first time? Let's not. I'll cuss you out later. But yeah, me. In yeah. The flesh. So um, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So I went through Twitter. Uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook too at uh, Facebook.com/slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. If you got an article or a meme or something you want to drop. Uh, for the for the uh, for the group, uh, share it there for everyone to see. And uh, I don't think we had any. Did we? Any uh, any likes or anything new this week? So so yeah. So uh, with all that out of the way, Cam, you want to get into this uh, these poll results? Yeah, and I mean, um, you know, I maybe we do it backwards a little bit this time because the poll was fun. But I mean, the headline is definitely, um, you know, Survivor Series uh, week headline by Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Um, we got to see, you know, Goldberg for the first time as far as like physique goes, and he looks, you know, great, you know, for his age. Like nobody's ever going to be Brock Lesnar's size, but, you know, he, he looked great and intimidating and intense, and um, like they had to pull apart, and you know, we're hearing Goldberg talk more mm, than ever. Not quite. They never touched, so you can't have a pull apart with, when you don't touch. Well, he I beat mean, up a I bunch mean, of security. It to be that. It was a, a standoff, I should say. Um, that, that. But yeah, he's, um, you know, I, like we're hearing him talk more than ever, um, and that's, like, again, like, what part of Tennessee was Goldberg hanging out in the last 15 years? Um, but, yeah, and Paul Heyman was really, really good at what he was doing. And um, But it was, like, for three yeah, sentences. Yeah. Then he went back to being Goldberg from, I don't know, Oklahoma or wherever the hell he's from. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, John. Like, was like, like, was like, he, John like I thought when he that. said it, was like, and you're talking about his accent, I assume? Yes, Exactly. Yeah, it, it came and then it went as soon as it as fast, yeah. as, fast as it came. It's like, okay, that was odd. And and they were I'm not sure right they were in Buffalo or something. So it's not. Mm-hmm. It really was. It wasn't a Buffalo accent. Yeah. It totally like which uh, like Stephon Gilmore who uh, plays corner for the Bills who played in South Carolina. Maybe he was uh, trying to impress him that night. Like who knows? Um, but yeah, so um, that's 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 the big one that's coming up. Um. I think we should do, you know, we'll get to it. We should do predictions earlier than later because we always start them and never finish them. But, um, yeah, my the, the poll was, and, um, you know, I, I'm starting to take this stuff more serious than not because I think, um, like, a big issue that I have with WWE and not wanting to be a part of every show is that, you know, characters lack consistency. Like, we are hip to so many of these good television shows and episodic dramas and comedies where the characters are consistent. Um, and you have Survivor Series, which Darrell pointed out last week, turned into a glorified bragging rights, where these characters yeah. who have internal conflict and want to have this, um, oh, it's the neighbor dogs, and want to have 
like blowing each other's throats and not only want to compete with each other but want to hurt each other and don't want each other in the same building half the time are all of a sudden about this brand solidarity that has no essence to it. Like that you don't nobody said you get paid more if you coexist and win this. Um you know you Which would have been an easy way around all of this. Yes. You get a title shot. I mean um, when you throw money at people they that's just such an easy fix all. Exactly. People go, oh, okay, and yeah, I'm not going to the guy in the face for like, an extra, even if you know, eight the grand or something Even if the prize was you get to cherry pick a certain number of stars from another brand, that, like we even talked about last week, like that doesn't benefit the wrestlers. No, no. Like, Matter of like, fact, if, especially if, the if Raw wins, they should pick James Ellsworth. Like, bring him over here. <laughs> you know, somebody yeah. that's not going to exactly. threaten anybody's spot or championship yeah. opportunities or none of that. Like, that's what that's what people want. Like the entire, not the entire, but the last decade of the NBA more or less has been how do you feel about super teams? Mm-hmm. And people talking about how horrible they are, unless it's the team that plays for them, which they defended to death. You know, right. so it's ridiculous. So you know, with with all that said, um, my poll was, what um, you know what. I mean, you'd have, to, you'd have to quote it line for line with me. But um, essentially it was, like, what lead up to Survivor Series breaking character was, like, the most egregious? Like, what bothered you most? And the options were um, uh, Sasha Banks coming to Charlotte's aid. It was Seth Rollins um, seconding Kevin Owens. It was – actually, I'm sorry, Sasha seconding Charlotte – Rollins seconding Kevin Owens. Um, it was Carmella coming to Nikki Bella's aid, who she's attacked outside of matches. <laughs> she tried to like break and, her neck during that match. Yes, yes. Like but five minutes getting, before, like, you like the thing threw her neck over the, getting, the ring apron yeah. or whatever. The thing that you want is getting done outside of the confines of a match because they're not going to like restart the match. This is all taken care of for you. And you jump in for brand solidarity? It's ridiculous. And then the last one was the one that won by and what, Travis. What did we end up with? About three hundred and seventy votes, three fifty, something like that. Three ninety four. So, like, I think our best. And it wasn't until like I, I mean, this is a, a guess, but I don't think we were like seventy five, maybe a hundred votes in before the others. Started, uh, I mean, because Bailey, mm-hmm. uh, you didn't mention, but Bailey, the six on one beatdown, got seventy six percent. Yeah, and one. Well, that's what I was to, yeah, but that's one running away. It was a, it was you know deep into the voting before any of the other mm-hmm. three even got consideration, got a vote. Yep. I mean, I immediately so, yeah. like, oh, that's that's the one because that's the one that just m- made me go, what the hell's going on? The most. Like, I everything I else I could – and I explained it, um, it last night as we were kind of, like, watching it after or a Flash or whatever. Together. Like, why didn't they just have Bailey, like, kind of to the side, not wanting to, like, put the boots to her and jump, yeah. you know, because they're jumping at one person. And then, like, mm-hmm. one of the other women shoves her, like, come on, you know, kick her. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen that a million times in, like – Gang movies or anything like that, where the mm-hmm. where the uh, 
where there's one guy with a conscience that's just like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And one of his gang goes, oh, yeah, do you want to join him? And, you know, if you yeah. don't, you better, here, take this, you know, pipe and, like, you know, whack him or something. I don't know. So it, it would have been or, a little. Like, it was, it was, in it a way was that odd. stays true. Yeah, in a way that stays true to everybody's character, have replaced Charlotte with Bailey sitting ringside. And have well, Carmella well, hit okay, Bailey. then you have to obviously do things different. No, and and then, or if you do them the and same, you do everything the same. Though. You do everything the same. If you just move but Nikki those was two. already a scummy, like attacking. Uh, oh, well, you were getting taunted. Wow, and that's what I'm you... saying. But exactly. So, but Carmella if Bailey taunted her, it, it would have been out of character for Bailey. If but Nikki no, attacked that's what I'm saying. someone Bailey's that's just, just sitting there, there just. But it's again, Travis. It's not Nikki. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Instead yeah. of Nikki, it's Carmella. And oh, oh Carmella okay, I got you, I got you. Is yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if Bailey's just there eyeing the match and then defending herself, she can't help it if everybody jumps in when she defends himself. When you get into a fight and you're stomping somebody out and your friends start to help, good guy or bad guy, you don't push them off. <laughs> you're caught up in the moment. Like, But they just, I thought, and that what, they got well, 75% of the vote roundabout? 76, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I mean, there's always, you know, nuances to characters, so we can argue that, but in 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 kind of the generality of it, if Bailey's attacked and then jumps to defend it, it changes the dynamic of what's going on. But, yeah, I thought that yeah. was, like, not even a microchasm. That's the best example of the silly build-up to Survivor Series that they haven't established in any way helps any of these wrestlers. They're just mad. Oh, yeah. Yep. And 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 I think SmackDown did the best uh, uh-huh. during that uh, during the Ed Cutting Edge. They did the best, you know, with AJ and 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 Dean kind of getting in each other's faces. Uh, they did a the best job of acknowledging the tension and that it's not all good. And that they do, mm-hmm. and the announcers too, because Cole and Graves and those guys just didn't hit. Uh, and again, I, I watch not the whole Raws anymore, but it just doesn't seem like they're hitting those points of, you know, if they don't stay on the same page, we could lose, and then whatever the consequences of losing are. SmackDown seemed to get that and push that in a logical way. You know, when you got Morrow and mm-hmm. Morrow over there, really, I can't say and, but four guys now, and he's the only one that really, really stands out as, like, uh, doing a decent enough job, um, it just, it just brings it all, it just brings it all home and makes it, makes it make some kind of sense. Yep. Exactly. All right. So, that is, uh, that is not only our most active poll, but I think the most this the widest uh the widest disparity Mark in percentage, yeah. percentage yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, shout out to Wade Keller and Bruce Mitchell for getting that getting that out yeah, we, in a timely fashion really in their retweet out. Um Yeah. And people and, you know, some people were, um, you know, they got our mentions, like they weren't 
super bothered by it, but even people who weren't super bothered by it reacted like you did about Bailey. Like, I'm not bothered, but this is weird. <laughs> But this is that was strange, and that's a credit to Bailey and her, you know, and how people look at her and don't go, oh yeah, well okay, sure, or I don't care, or just indifferent. But they actually reacted in a way of like, wait, this goes against everything she's about. Why is this happening? Uh So exactly. All right, we just got a uh, another email in from. our good friend uh, Charles sitting down in uh, South Carolina who signs his fucking email eight and one. I guess the 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 the, the, the South Carolina uh, oceanographers uh, they, yeah. they're eight and one now. Is that what happened? South Carolina, Mississippi, uh, like basically all the states that don't quite border Louisiana seem to be Cowboys fans. And I can't even be mad because they're, you know, a good team. <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, y'all yeah. kicking ass. But I'm making it personal. And since I can't be mad at the Cowboys, well, I am just naturally mad at the Cowboys. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm just going to take it out on uh, Charles Sitton. We just all kind of have to hope it goes to hell so we can laugh at a lot of people. Yes. Like, I'm trying to – like, I want to be sitting here and at the – and, cr- yeah, and Christmas or the first week of January yeah, talking about an 8-8 eight eight Cowboys team. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's not going to happen. That would just, just be a be... major collapse. But that would well, yeah, be so It just awesome. needs to be that, um, that, that day that we had um, at brunch that one time where they lost to uh, the Packers, I guess. Right? Oh, to the Packers. Oh, that was just, yeah, we just need that. glorious. Glorious. Brunch. Uh, Matter of fact, yeah, go, go, go 15-1 and one or, or whatever and mm-hmm. – uh, and and, and lose so come January, come to playoffs, I can go. <laughs> I can go to brunch and with yeah, a bunch yeah. of Cowboys fans and watch y'all watch y'all lose in the yeah. second round, I guess. But yeah, y'all first playoff game. That would be great. Get to, when you get a chance, get to. I don't know if you got Brian's tweet, but get to Brian when you can. Try to hit us before class. Make uh, everybody awesome. else wait. All of them. Yeah, he just tweeted us right now. Or maybe he is going to call before class. Uh, Twin Derek in the chat room talking about some Roll Tide. (laughs) Boris says, should Undertaker have told Shano, I'm in, you're out. (laughs) I wouldn't have been mad at that at all. Yeah. And Shahid and Rich were the hype over over the, the head nod and the hat tilt that he gave him. Man, fuck Shane. Yeah, okay. I, I, don't, I don't look at him any differently. I look at him as, yeah. all right, Undertaker came on friggin' hit, hit, hit. Nah, tilt, whatever. I seen, I seen Rock raise John Cena's hand, and John Cena was still a cornball after Rock raised his hand. Yep. So, all right, all right. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk to some people. Oh, did you hear my thing with the with the music, with the beats that the guy sent us? Yeah, yeah, I did catch that. Did you listen to any of them just yet? I listened to when he first when I first got the email, I listened to the first one, which is I think called Bricks. Uh it's just all beats, no lyrics, so he's just a producer guy. Um mm-hmm. Clark the producer. Let me 
Is Clark letting us hold these for for the low low? Ooh, I, I don't know. That's what we need to find uh, out. Because my name you, is Clark. Uh, make hits. I have some beats that you might be interested in. Attached are two tag sample versions of beats I have for sale on my site. Let me know if you're interested in either mm. of those beats or, or working together in general. So I don't know if this was just some mass kind of mailer he did mm. or if he knows this show specifically. Because, again, he wouldn't send this to Wade or, you know, yeah. uh, what's his face on Saturday morning, Jim Valley. Like, that would be pointless they just delete it or go trap beats i don't know what that is or they listen and go not not for me so so i'm thinking he has an idea of who we are uh and it's real professional he sent a you know confidentiality notice like so you know i can't go (laughs) making mixtapes and putting his beats on them and stuff or or selling his stuff um so yeah uh so yeah his site is uh clark make hits make hits.com no s clark no e make hits dot com. Matter of fact, let me click on it before I go. Sending folks there. Buy one beat, get three free. Buy four beats for nineteen ninety nine. Get four wave leases for thirty nine okay. ninety nine. And this is and this is kinda of like harkens back to the conversation we had about the uh the what's the name beat, the uh, Hotline Bling beat that Dram did, like, what, yeah. six months before Drake even mm-hmm. even had it, but he never did anything with it, or at least it never caught on in, mm. in, a, uh, in a major mainstream way. And obviously Hotline Bling overnight became, you know, a giant hit in mm-hmm. social media, uh, all that kind of stuff. Monster. So if you are a an aspiring uh, rapper or singer and you want to rap or sing over some trap beats, I'd suggest go to ClarkMakeHits.com, listen to his stuff, and, I mean, if you can get four beats for 20 bucks, I mean, shit. Can't beat that. My brother, he, he, he you know, buys beats, he raps the river, if you've, you've never heard me talk about him. He, uh, you know, he's... In the same boat, he except he only raps, he doesn't produce, so he has to, you know, I'm like, how much does that cost? Like, oh, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever he has to pay his producer buddies for beats. It's it's crazy. It's like a real, real hustle. Hustling these beats. All right, so, matter of fact, let's just at least play the first one. I don't remember how. I don't remember hating it, so... Clark make hits dot com.
some kind of synth or something in there, but, eh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's, cool. it's a trap beat. Yeah. So, all right, let's, uh, you know what? He's been holding for 40 minutes now, and I think the last two weeks we've missed him messing around, uh, and I don't think Brian's on yet. Is he? Yeah, wait. Yeah, there's Brian down at the bottom. Oh, he's been on hold five minutes, so he can hang on a bit. But let's talk to, uh, let's go up to Brooklyn and talk to Mike. One and one. Early in the game. Sounds like he's uh, in the middle of something, but we'll. No, nah, no, nah, I'm here. I'm, 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 I'm right on. What up? Right on cue. What's going on, fella? What's happening, Mike? What's up, fella? What's going on, man? Doing all right, man. Doing you know, all right. Little that. Yeah, I've been asked to see you for a couple weeks, celebrating the birthday and all that. Well, I know you were on one of the last two <laughs> Mike weeks. Mike celebrated birthday for two weeks. And I, <laughs> and, and, and I just didn't get to you, and then I guess you had to go. So I wanted to get you on earlier today. Yeah, so I think, yeah, one of those things I'm wrapping everything up. But what's good with y'all fellas, man? I think uh, um, just seeing everything this week, I thought it was a decent you know, a decent week of TV. But I, I peeped what you said, Trav, in the beginning, and I noticed that with Goldberg going in and out on the accent. But I think um, this time around, everything was cleverly done. They didn't waste it. They did them how they Yeah, how from what did, I did know. see of Raw, I mean, it was it was, it was was fine. I didn't see, I heard the recap, but I didn't see what happened in the New Day, how they got apparently got beat down pretty bad. Um Yes, I really saw like the last two, the last hour and a half, two hours of Raw. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but SmackDown was just a really fun. Excuse me, good show. I mean, you guys were talking about it in the group earlier, or, or last night maybe, or this morning, and I was looking forward to it because Rich and Sheed were really uh, praising the show. So, and I watched it, and it was a good, fun show. I mean, I like. Yeah, I even like the, the backstage thing with Alexa Bliss and Daniel Bryan, where she's like explaining. And he's like, "Look, I, I get it. You showed me five times already. You'll get a rematch, but everything's focused on Survivor Series right now, which you know makes a whole lot of sense." She was just being selfish, not being a team player. And I, yep. And also, I think the dynamic could be way better. You know, the cruiserweight division does come to SmackDown, like, it'll make the show even more funner and probably, like, faster pace and, you know, get 205 Live a, a little bit sense of more purpose was tied into, you know, I want to get y'all thoughts on it, Um, what you think, like, about, because uh, it seems the way, it, you know, like, with Miz winning their IC title is going to roll. Do you, like, do you think they should have both the U.S. and IC title, or do you think they should do like a, you know, unified? No, I think they should keep it the way it is or flip them. If, if one goes to the other, the other has to go to SmackDown. The U.S. title has to go to SmackDown. But Reigns isn't going to SmackDown, and he's not going to – and he's not going to – is he even – he's not defending. The U.S. title isn't even up for grabs. So mm, yeah. So I, I'm assuming Sami Zayn wins, and I'm sticking with my Sami – Sammy renegotiates and comes to SmackDown. I just, I don't see him just losing straight up to the Miz and it stays. 
and I don't see him winning and going back to Raw and them having the two titles, the two the two mid card singles titles. Even you know, I don't think I don't think they go well. We're losing the cruiserweight division, so we need both these US and IC championship. It would be so redundant on on Raw having those two titles, and then on SmackDown, you either go for the world title or you find a partner and go for the tag. It's going to be like Raw 03, where there was no IC title. It's just a world championship and the tag championship. Right. No more hardcore title, no more intercontinental title. Um, so I see Zayn winning, or at the very least, Miz retaining and, and either straight up or by technicality or something. I think something happens to the effect where Ziggler might get involved. To, I mean, he's got obviously with with Miz, and he's talked so much shit the last two weeks about Zayn. So who does he get involved to help or to hurt? Right, you got a point there. Is he now Definitely not, not on the show? <laughs> Is he just not on huh? Survivor Series? Uh, no, Ziggler. Just, they just dumped him. They just dumped him. Yeah, he's just well, they, they didn't dump him. He lost there. the belt, so he's not on the. You know, right. he don't get to defend the belt. And he's not in the right. in the in the five man, so <laughs> But the way I Damn. see it though, they just flip the title on um Miz to get it off him to put it on Zane. Which I'm okay with. I'd rather see yeah. Zane Zane Ziggler. But I think if my thing theory holds up and Zane sticks around and signs with SmackDown, we'll get plenty of Zane Ziggler uh Interactions and matches. Yeah, I think I think um, I think they need to move Zayn Zayn over there to SmackDown because they're lacking in the babyface. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Population over there, they are lacking. So I, I you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be hard pressed to see him or Arusa. That's another cat that's like, damn, we not even nowhere near the show. Like, Arusa wasn't even on Raw. Like, it's like, what are they doing with him? And what what are they doing with, like, ne- I just feel so fucking bad for Neville. Like, they, they just killed him. Well, I mean, we right. thought he was, they killed him when he was in feuding with Dolph Ziggler over, over right. Milano. And he did a pretty decent job of, of uh, shaking that off and, and, and coming back. Not that you want to make a habit of that, but I, I think Ziggler yeah. or, or Rusev's going to be fine. I mean, they clearly yeah, like the guy, about... they, and he does all the things yeah. he wants and all that kind of stuff. So I think yeah, I'm be talking fine about Adrian Neville too. It's like, what the fuck are they doing with him? Like, yeah, he's just like he's just like non-existent right now. It would certainly benefit from the change of scenery. Uh, are they using – okay, so I'm watching uh, – not really watching, but Swerved is on in the background, and they're doing something, and it looks like they're doing it at an NXT taping because Corbin and Ty Dillinger are wrestling, and it's an NXT air, full sale, full-on ring color and everything. It's not a spot show or house show. This is a TV taping, and they're goofing around doing Swerve stuff backstage and have these goofs on headsets – I don't know who they're talking to. The sound's down, but yeah, I don't. 
man, they go so far sometimes with these. Uh... And then you got Jared Michael guy on here. Ugh, now I'm turning away. Never mind. Jared Michael guy. Uh, Jared Michael guy's on there. Fuck out of here. What a turn off. Go ahead, Mike. What are... <laughs> you finish with a... finish up what you were saying. Yeah, and um, like also with Taker coming back, I thought that was a cool. I thought that was cool for what it was. You know what I'm saying? I wonder where they're gonna go with it. Is he gonna come back? Yeah. Any idea like, who he who he feuds with? I mean, the only plausible dude is he gonna have a match at the Rumble. What is the ramblings about online is AJ. Yeah, which is what we were. Somebody was talking about that earlier. Like that would be really cool. Really? Um, I was like, I was like, why y'all want Taker to die? Why? why is that yeah. And why I would he die in a match AJ? against AJ? Um, because it's AJ. But trying to keep up. Like, you mean? Hey, no, yeah. Well, that and hey, Undertaker, take this uh, style clash. So what if you're six oh, nine ain't happening. and he's yeah. five eight? <laughs> ain't happening. But you'll you'll get a. I doubt that AJ could do that. Nah, that's just too much can go wrong. Taker be like, yep, right. Guaranteed, Taker ain't it. taking that that style clash. <laughs> right, like Taker's probably a legit two eighty five. You know, they probably bill him at three bills, but he's probably, you know, 30 pounds lighter than what they really bill him at. But it's too much. He's, it's too too much height, too much weight, I think, to to, to even attempt to. Uh, he can tease take it, his, call for it and all that. But, yeah, Taker uh, is not taking that. No and part. I don't see Undertaker losing to no damn flying forearm either. So I think that's just a bad feud. Yeah, nah, I think it'll be somewhere in Cluster, huh? <laughs> They're going to give Taker the title, and he's going to defend it at WrestleMania against AJ. Yeah, AJ's going to get it back. Undertaker got two losses. Yeah. Hey, um, what y'all guys thought of the, um, that whole debate? I think they, they kind of overdid it, that whole great debate thing, but it seemed like those kind of shows, the great debates and the talking smacks, those are more, you know. Oh, you mean like, the state of that state thing? Of the yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever it was. It. I didn't they, even uh, hear about it. Did, did anybody see it? I heard no one talking about it. I didn't know. Nah, it, yeah. it, it, it was, it was pretty, yeah. like they start going off, off key. Like Shane came out and just threw his bottle of water like at Mick Foley. It was like, yo, that was and then they just like just start going off key, but for a lot of the bands, uh, it was um, Foley and Danny Bryan going back and forth. Foley told him that you don't really want to be the com- you know what I mean the commissioner of SmackDown. I love his job. I I, I think he kind of like, I mean he was shooting, but he kind of pandered to Stephanie a little bit too much in the interview, like you know. Like y'all got, y'all got to yeah, Mick's y'all gotta gotten catch. progressively uh, lamer and lamer uh, every week. Like nodding along with Stephanie, like yeah, yeah, right, Stephanie, uh huh, uh huh. Like an old school, like uh, you know, like in the cartoon, the old cartoon, it would be like the the tiny little boss, and then he's got like Knuckles <laughs> or Bruno as his as as his muscle, yeah, yeah, and he just goes yeah, yeah uh huh, uh huh, boss, right, right, whatever you need, boss. That's Foley yeah. yeah, so he kind of came off kind of like he kind of really came off kind of like you know like a kiss ass to me. 
not kind of. Well, him and Daniel Bryan, yeah. Him and Daniel Bryan was kind of, um, that was kind of interesting, them two going back and forth. They made a lot of, you know, good points. It was a lot of back and forth. It was a lot of back and forth. So when y'all get a chance, definitely check that out. It was, it was, it was something to, you know, something to watch. But point being is that it's like those shows are getting more, you know what I mean? They're more fun, what you see on, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think no, I'm to right some there. degree that's, that's what the shows need to be, you know? That's what I the shows need to be. I think kind of got off to that kind of start, I thought, like at the beginning. It was, it was more of that. But, yeah, um, it should definitely infuse more, more of those kind of talking points because if not, you're just wandering aimlessly around and you have a conversation like we had at the beginning of the show, like why are these guys fighting? Like why are, why are they Team SmackDown and Team Raw? Like what's the draw? Uh, so, yeah, no, I agree. I definitely agree. So, again, Swerved is on yeah, in the background, and I'm supposed to believe that these WWE fans don't notice, don't recognize the truth as the security guy. Like, they just like, oh, just he's just a security guy. That's a little hard to believe. Well, you know all security guys look alike. So... <laughs> And again, they look like they might know who he is and just go on a line on I don't have a sound up, so right. I need to pay attention to the show. <laughs> to this show. Um while I have you on uh while I have you on, Mike, I'll 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 bring this up. It just came up in the chat room. Jobber uh mentions it. Uh Vader. Two years to live. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was scary. That was sad. Uh, that is absolutely probably like my second best super heavyweight next to um like him and Terry Gordy, man. Like yeah. Vader was something that was just like in his prime in the class by itself, like there was never no like yeah. super heavyweight like that. That just violent and athletic at the same time. Like I remember yeah. vividly watching him on like a WCW Saturday night and he deliberately broke Miss Foley's nose. Like deliberately. Now, like, like athletically, he's just, he's something you know, He really is. Um, yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's bad. I mean, but, you know, don't have it. going to sound like kind of unfair as I actually say it, like, it, it surprises me that he was able to carry that weight around for so long without health problems, you know, um, right. even as athletic as he was. So, like, you never want to hear that news about somebody, but it's kind of like, like you, you you know, the eye test tells you that something like that could come up with him medically, you know, being you know, of that large size and carrying that weight around for so long. And then, you know, being that large, you know, the, the – that he puts on his body by being athletic. Like, you know, um, that's funny. I was at the job. A kid jumps in the uh, jumps in the student chat by the name of Jonathan Ogden. And he's like, yeah, I, I, I'm like, I love your name. He's like, no, yeah, I'm like a five foot seven kid from California. But, like, you know, there's a reason Jonathan Ogden was still really good at football and retired, you know, <laughs> because like, you're not supposed to carry that much weight around, you know, for that long and be, you know, 
physical at that point. So yeah, it, it definitely sucks. But like, I assume we've seen his last match. I assume, you know, because you don't want to speed up that clock. But uh, yeah, you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah, most definitely. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he went no, if he didn't go in the hall this year, in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, just because the guy got. I mean, I guess it's not that he didn't have like some great career and everything, and people love him. And your whole thing about him being one of the best big men, you know, is pretty universally accepted. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking from a WWE perspective, like they, and it's it's different because he's. <laughs> still alive and he has this diagnosis or yeah diagnosis I guess uh, but British Bulldogs they're still doing that nonsense with the online petitions trying to get WWE to put him in the in the Hall of Fame yeah yeah so I just I just wonder if they'll take that and go or if they'll look at uh, Vader and, and want to have him in the thing I see you so yeah. So um, I wonder. Yeah. I mean, I missed the the tickets for NXT, but just in my town tonight, they actually throwing the show. How is this Hugo Knox guy? Not, not sorry, but um, uh, Hugo Knox, NXT superstar. Never seen him on TV. Maybe I missed him. Is an absolute. Neon sign of PEDs. Like, why, why is he even? They don't. Mm, sorry. Again, I need to turn the TV on. <laughs> anyway, anything yeah, else for us, Mike? Before we get out of here. Yeah, he's garbage. Um, yeah, not to hog up all the time because I know my man the rather yeah. everybody, you know, waiting patiently. Um, last thing, last thing aside, like how did y'all think? Because I think Kevin Owens. That professor AJ in that interview on uh, Monday. You think he did what to AJ? I think he got over on him, like wordplay wise. Oh yeah, maybe. I mean, he did the mom haircut thing, and uh, I mean, I guess. No, I'm talking about. Um, I mean, maybe he scored a point or two more than AJ, but I thought it was yeah, I think pretty even. AJ had some. A line or two that was good. I mean, the paper champion thing. It, it, we understand what he means by that, but he didn't remind, and maybe that was by design. Like, even though AJ is a heel and cheated to win his belt, he he actually wrestled a match, or he actually he actually right. you know had to do the cheating himself, punch a guy in the, in the dick, or or however he won it from Ambrose. That Triple H basically did everything for for Owens, and he all he had to do was literally just cover a guy. Um, has he he's defended it since because he was in the K. Oh yeah, in the in the, in the, in the Hell in a Cell and then Jericho. So so AJ really had ammo. He left totally left on the table. But again, I think that might have been by design. Like we don't want right. yeah. to, you know, well, you're all shot. every little. What's uh, yeah, but to me, Jericho stole that whole scene. Like, he stole that whole scene. I said it's, 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 it's so incredible that the damn list is more over than the Universal Titan War off. And that's all I got for y'all. I'll talk to y'all next week. Yeah. Rolling oh, Stone just did an article about how Jericho is 
the best thing going right now. And, like, I quoted the tweet, and I was like, you mean, again, like, again, he's the best thing. Um, and, you know, to, to varying degrees of does this thing make money and should he be the focal point? He's great. Jericho is, Jericho is at another creative peak that um, people seem to be really, uh, really into. Uh-huh, nonsense. I mean, you just made the list. This is facts. You would make the list for saying that, though, FYI. Yeah. These totally. are the type of things that do put you on the list. <laughs> Definitely, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, Jericho is is entertaining to watch, but it's just so goofy. It's pretty goofy. And he's so miscapped sometimes. You get over in the middle of, you know, being a heel, but he's totally just getting, and he gets introduced, he comes out, they pop. He says, you made the list, they pop. This is all heel, asshole stuff he's doing, and it's just so, he's so zany and, and, and entertaining with it. It's, you know, people are starting to like it. Yeah, he's way out there. Because as soon as you turn him babyface, I don't think it uh, it lasts. Like officially, he turns on Owens, and it, it it you know say or Owens turns on him, and they feud. He gets maybe a title shot or two, and then I think it's over. How far can Jericho and the list go? It's only it only works because he's a sidekick, and once he's not a sidekick playing off of Kevin Owens. Then what do you got? Yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's uh, head out to the desert. Get our tackle and grapple on. Let's bring on Brian from Phoenix. 25-year pro wrestling torch uh, VIP newsletter subscriber. Brian, what's happening? What hey, Trav. Hey, Cam. I uh, appreciate uh, Trav yeah. putting me on. Yeah. So, I'm gonna uh start off with a little bit of the um of the um election coast cast. The election coast cast. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna watch them to keep it pretty light because I watched um Trump on sixty minutes and I thought I thought overall he did a really good job, you know, representing what he wanted to do and being, you know, very cordial, talking about Hillary and talking about um the pres- president Obama. So again I thought he um he did you mean Hillary well Clinton that. that when he said she's her the Clintons are good people? Uh, I don't want to misquote yeah, him, but that's what you said he said. Then. I thought they were crooks and and sexual assaulters for the last six months, but I guess I guess I'm I guess you know I I am so confused. Mm-hmm. You talking that good shit a minute ago? Mm-hmm. I seen it. They're good people. I don't want to hurt them. They're good people. Wait, wait, but the whole point was we were frothing at the mouth because you were going to hurt them. You told me hurting them is a hot shit. Anyway, what else you got, Brian? Um, did you know that um, um, the Obama family is actually staying in Washington, D.C. for a while? Yeah, I thought they had a new crib, you know, set up a little bit. Oh, so that, so the, so the, so the, so the meme about, uh, Biden, like, oh yeah, I found a, I found a great apartment for, for you, Michelle, and I. But Joe, it's actually, and then Michelle's like, we're so excited, yeah. 
I don't have the specs, but it's actually supposed to be a pretty, like uh, Cam said, it would be a pretty nice house, like, you know, five, six, seven bedroom, blah, 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 blah. Of so, course. You think you're going to get a two-bedroom <laughs> dopey crib for 800 bucks a month? Chilling. <laughs> um, it's primarily for Sasha to stay in school. Wow. Yeah, right? Oh, okay. That makes sense. If, um, Where's she going to go? Because they're like talking to about Howard or something? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh... Yeah, well, no, Sasha's the young one, so she's still in, like, high school or middle school or whatever. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah, Malia's the older one. Gotcha. I think. Probably. Uh, but, yeah, um, they, like, and people, people are speculating, they're like, it'll be interesting if he gets back into community organizing. I'm like, damn right, that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, like, I don't know, if he does this, um, you know, helps, like, Trump a whole bunch with this transition, and, you know, like, what bad things can Trump say about him at that point? Other than, you know, what he's going to say anyway. What you but, mean? Um, yeah. He say all kinds of bad no, things. No, exactly. But I mean, like, it'll, like, it's just going to cast him, not to I'm going to cast a bad light, but it's just going to cast him in such a positive light because of that. Um, it'll be, uh, it'll be something. It'll be an interesting uh, time. Yep. So, last thing about the election coast cast. <clears throat> sorry about that. Is that uh, I, you know, to, to, the 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 one thing that I I of course, and I think sorry if you even talked about this um, some other time. But the part that I really don't still and never did like about how Mitch McConnell basically said, you know, uh, nothing was going to get through with it as long as Obama's president, and nothing he was going to, yeah. I guess, hold up all kind of and. I just want to know what what how would the country would act or respond if you have you switch it and you have Trump and you have a democratically led you know how they would respond. They would fucking scream, "Holy fucking hell!" And how undemocratic the uh, the, the Democrats and the left are being, and how you know you come on, you know the hypo- hypocritical nonsense they would come up with. Like Brian, people are these are people saying... that you, they punch you in the face over and over again. You shove them away. You know, or slap them back in the face, and then they fucking cry and 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 act like you know. And yeah, and then the media will go, "Well, they both they both been hitting each other, so like, fucking scumbags." The people you so, yeah. the people who you tell, you know exactly hey, this guy that you elected president has multiple sexual assault allegations and like actual legal proof of bigotry. And you know what their response is? Legal response video is, proof? Well, fucking radio proof? No, no, no. No, they say, well, he's the video president now, so give probably? him a chance. They say, well, he's the president now, uh, so give him a chance. This is what these people say. So these same people, yeah. let them let, let their president, who was supposed to give a chance, not be treated fairly. It'll be exactly what you think it'll be. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's that. That's mm-hmm. that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm going to segue to the uh, enter- Entertainment Coast cast. So, Trav, you started off by playing, uh, I didn't catch the name of the artist's music that you played. But, um, you know, uh, the producer uh, name, uh, Clark Makes Hits, I think. Clark, yeah, Clark, Clark Makes make, Hits. Clark, yeah. Clark Makes Hits. So, sounded really nice. But, you know, that's got to be, that's, I mean, uh, you know, to be creative is, is, is incredible, but that's got to be such a hard, a hard thing because, you think that, um, and my brother did music way back in the day, and he was telling me about some of the headaches you have of it. But you know, just to think that you can't really even listen to music if you're an artist because, or a producer, or something like that. You can't really even listen to popular yeah. music because you never know 
if you possibly, you know, hey, I, you know, if you subconsciously lift something, you know. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it happens in the comic world all the time. Uh, comedian Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. Like, he's like, no matter no matter what, you're going to be influenced. Like, you're going to, you might hear a joke, and then three years later, you you come up with a concept, but you heard it three years ago, and you think it's your own, but you're not being malicious or, or trying to be a thief. You're not on your, you know, Carlos Mencia anybody, but you just, mm-hmm. that's just what happens. So it's most most comics and most artists that are in charge, like producing and people that make music, not necessarily just sing or write lyrics, um, are it's probably it's usually one or the other. Like they just like if they're in a in a mode of okay for the next three months I'm working on this X project, so I'm locking myself in my in my my studio. I'm not listening to anything. I'm not turning on any videos or nothing. I don't want to hear any outside influence. Or they go the other way where they just like no 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 no. I have to hear what everybody's doing. I have to hear the sound of today. Uh, not to be necessarily influenced, but or to not to know what not to do. But that's just, and I think I think I would be on that 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 spectrum, like listening to everything, or at least not going out of my way to not hear stuff. It's look, my 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 old roommate Carl. He's out in L.A. now. He's a producer. and He makes beats, and I would just hear, you know, I mean, hours and hours on end working on the same beat, hearing the same drum loop, hearing the same synth over and over again, trying to you know perfect it. He didn't go out of his way to to not listen to stuff, so he kind of had that mindset of, you know, whatever. I'm gonna hear stuff. I I, I have a sound that I that I do, and I'm not going to necessarily be influenced in a uh, subconscious way or anything, uh, you know, putting sounds and stuff into my stuff. So it's uh, I am not an artist by any stretch. I find all all the kind of art stuff is just like I like just writing a joke. Like how like I like I don't I I think I'm a funny guy, but I can't be funny. Like I need other people to play off of. I can't be by like if I do my this show by myself, I can't just be funny. It's just I'm just. Uh, you know, hey, let me say this witty line. I need Cam to say something. I need a caller to say something, and then I can relate and play off it and bounce and do go into a different direction or whatever. I, I writing jokes, writing songs, making making beats. Like, where the hell do you even start? Like, do you start with the you know? And everybody has their own own steez, and you figure it out as to, you know the, when you're doing it, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's something I I really respect artists, especially original people that that put the time in to be to be unique and to be creative in their own with their own stuff. It's it's something that I I cannot do that I could, wouldn't even pretend um, that I that I could do. Like you can always pretend like oh man, if I just go out there and practice, I can you know shoot, shoot play you. basketball better or do whatever better. You can't just do art. Like it's just, yeah. I got a buddy who's just um, who's just transitioning into stand-up comedy, and he's hilarious. And he mm-hmm. says he's just the hardest thing in the whole world. Like you just, yeah. Like and he's um, yeah. I hear Joe Rogan talk about it all the time, like coming up with a concept, and like literally, like they have to, you know. They talk about in the age of YouTube and the internet and stuff how hard it is. Like Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock, these people that will, these giant comedians that will, they need to play small rooms 
to work on their material. Like, I got a special coming up in six months. I need to work this material out. So I'll play small rooms, small clubs, but everybody's got a goddamn cell phone, and everybody's putting your shit up on YouTube, and if your joke's not all the way worked through, and people, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a pain in the ass um, for, for comedy, uh, comedians especially. Um, but yeah, it's, I can't imagine, like, sitting down, like, okay, time to be funny. Mm-hmm. All right, got some wrestling stuff for us. You know, people probably yelling at us. Yeah, I'm going right to the um, to wrestling now. So I think I'm, I'm. It might have been Mike that mentioned it, but or or you and Cam were talking about a trap. But I would when um, Braun um, Braun Strowman started attacking Shane on Raw. I was kind of hoping as well that he would have injured him enough, like you know, to have somebody else take Shane's place. I was listening to uh, Ray's audio. On and that was the part when he came skipping out. I was like, you know, I kind of did my my internal frown, like, you know, because at least, you know, you don't don't, don't come strutting out, you know, at least, you know, limp a little bit or something like that. So. Nope. Well, why would he sell Braun Strowman? He didn't even sell Undertaker match in the Hell in a Cell. I think that well, was that, that Monday for the Undertaker. Huh? And that Monday he did come out. That Monday, remember his face was all bruised up, and he did come out limping, and then Vince, you know, made him the uh, the GM for the day or whatever like that. So he did. Okay. You know, that Monday. Yeah, he did have the. the Shiner, cheek bruise, or something. You're right. Um, wait, so, but then, but um, I kind of agree with what one of Wade's audios where he said, you know, now that they put Shane there, it would be kind of bad to just, you know, hey, we advertised him for like a week and now he's not on the match anymore. But I would have, you know, my internal view of him not to be in the match. So you're thinking a si- you think a sizable fa- amount of the fan base would be like, oh, I wanted to see Shane in that match. They no, change the posters. The po- the post has already been um, already been designed and shipped out. Oh, there. okay, I, I see right? what you mean. I thought you just meant like just hyping it on TV and stuff. Well, then that's been in, if that's the case, then that's been in the work for at least a month. If they got posters nope. and shit, they didn't make those in the last you know nine days, ten days or whatever. So now, unfortunately, that was my that was my, me trying to try my uh, comedy material out. That was just a joke there. Because remember, oh, in the old days, they had to do that like three months ahead of time and put posters out. And those posters used to be like really generic, so. So anyway, that that since that one like that. Hey, the last uh, point I have yeah, for both. Yeah, like we just said, comedy's hard. Yep, <laughs> it is. Uh, speaking of comedy, uh, Dave Chappelle did a really good job on Saturday Night Live, and I'll I'll drop out enough time to drop uh, something off for the uh, exclusive VI. But the last wrestling topic I want to leave both of you on, and um, again, Trevor, I've always appreciate you having me on. And uh, Cam, have a real yeah. good night. Hey, Josh. Hey, Rich. Is that my um, question? Like for you, Cam and Trevor, talk about is that. Let's say it does happen, and Kalisto wins the uh, cruiserweight belt, and then all of the um, cruiserweights go and, go to SmackDown. First of all, I'm glad if they yeah. do do that. They needed to do it because, like we talked about a couple uh, weeks ago, when um, SmackDown came to town, there were no Latino wrestlers, and Phoenix is a pretty heavy Latino market. And they need to have they needed they need to have some uh, more Latino wrestlers. But anyway, and Kalisto is well known, and he's uh, you know, and everybody really likes him. So let's say it does yeah. happen. So my question for you, after uh, Brian Kendrick gets his mandatory rematch, who would be the first and second person that you would match up Kalisto with as being a feud in the Cruiserweight on, on the Cruiserweight title for SmackDown? So I'll uh, hang on and listen, and I hope you both have a really good night. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, thanks for the call, Brian, as always. Mm-hmm. Ooh, well, they have some options. I think they'll probably go with the – uh, assuming uh, Kalisto wins and then retains, that's the premise. 
Um, I think I think the cruiserweights are going to be a lot quicker to do face face matches. Yeah, um, it'll be it'll be a less heel heel matches that. because that that's just you know that's not great for anybody. But I think they'll be a lot a lot quicker to do baby face uh, on baby face matches. But I think. I don't know. Maybe that niece guy, the the the, the muscular cruiserweight, yeah, niece, bigger guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't particularly like him, but uh, you know, if he's like the base in the match and Kalisto's doing, you know, niece does some flips and flies a little bit, but uh, but I could see him. Um, I could see him being in line. I could also see. Rich Rich Swan and Kalisto having some handshake matches and you know some just real you know high energy kind of stuff and then T J Perkins will throw him in the mix. Um, mm. I got a feeling they're going to play hot potato with that cruiserweight title just because to get the division on SmackDown Kalisto has to win. Then I think they might mm. put the thing right back on Kendrick uh, once he gets his rematch. So that kind of blows up uh, Brian's uh, 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 situation. Mm. But yeah, niece Swan, those are out. That's that's my heel. That's my baby face. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, like, I think Cedric Alexander is in there somewhere in the mix. Mm. Um, yeah. But I mean, Kendrick Kendrick rematch is you know going to come sooner than later. Um, so yeah. All, all of that. And did, and I know you don't uh, even acknowledge Saturday Night Live as a show, but did you did you see any of it? Yeah, I saw I saw the the stuff I'd say is the is the important stuff. Um, I saw the skit with um, him and Chris Rock talking to the people at the party. I of course saw the uh, <laughs> the Walking uh, Dead, Walkin Dead. Yeah, and I saw the um, I saw the monologue. I didn't see any of the tribe stuff. I still haven't listened to that album, so I need to really get on that. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chappelle's uh, newscaster white guy. It's like, come on, all lives matter, yeah. right? Yep. It's like that's what you want Very me to say. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, and then they did the skit, the bar skit at the end, where the the, the two ugly people end up making out with each other and all that stuff. And I swore, because the gimmick is these these ugly, you know, people and, you know, terrible personality type folks um, are the last at the bar, and it's, you know, two in the morning, and it's like, oh, well, I guess we're going home with each other then. But I still had to... Uh, but the, the gimmick is they end up really sloppily, really grossly making out. Like, that's yeah. just... That's what happens. And I was like, oh, Dave's not doing that. I was like, ain't no way Dave's going to make out with uh, Kate Dave McKinnon. Not because it's Kate McKinnon, but just, yeah. like, Dave's like, I ain't doing that shit. You know? Like, Dave yeah. wouldn't wear a fucking dress. You know? So I just thought nope. he would, you know, you know, would be like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, either don't put me in the yep. skit or we got to somehow come. Nope. They went all all in with the tongues and the, ugh, ugh. So gross. Yep. But it was a really, really good show. All, uh, all, all, all said, yeah. I, I thought they really uh, stepped. Like if it I'm up ever going to take uh, an occasion to watch a thing that doesn't exist, 
It's been days <laughs> since I've won. Right, right. <laughs> and they have Ruth Bader Ginsburg on <laughs> on on the weekend update and they're like, uh so you're gonna have to stay alive forever, Ruth. <laughs> yeah. She dumped, dumped a whole giant pack of emergency in her in her mouth. Like, oh yeah, no. Oh, emergency. Huh? Emergency. Emergency, yeah. Yeah. I I like the little Yeah. All right. I think we have an international caller because it's just all numbers, no spaces, no parentheses, no dashes. Um, so, I mean, it's 358, but I don't, I doubt that that's, wait, let's see where, if, if 358 is an actual area code and where it is. Uh... What? Google wants to know your location. Why doesn't it? I assume it did. Oh, Bauer, Austin. All right. Well, Mind your business, Google. Find out. Yeah. Let's find out where they are from. So if you hear a beep, that is you. Yeah. And uh, whoever this is, welcome Hold to the on. show. Hi, it's uh, Vince from Finland. Hey, what's up, uh, White Flame? Yeah, yeah, no, nothing much. Uh, just playing the Supercard Season 3. Just uh, downloaded on my Android. So uh, it's the most interesting wrestling thing going on right now. What is well, it? It's Super it's Season 3? Uh, uh, Supercard. Uh, Supercard. Yeah, it's the card game on Android. They got a new season out today. And, uh, checking it out. Seems pretty fun. So, oh, uh, it's a game? Yeah. It- is it a game or yeah. or yeah. a show? Yeah, it's a game. It's a game. A game, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On your on your on your robot phone. Okay, I got you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah. So um, yeah. What's on your mind? Uh yeah. I got, I got a couple of couple of things on my mind. Um, first of all, I wanted to talk about NXT, which uh, mm. nobody is talking about, which is really weird. Yeah. Coming up. Yeah. What the and, hell? Uh, Toronto. Yeah. A few days away, and nobody's, like, really uh, talking about it. That's kind of the thing, like, uh, WWE makes a big deal of them, like, as a sales point, but um, they really stopped advertising it on their TV. Because if you remember, they even had, like, like some showcase matches with Charlotte before the, I don't know, first or second takeover. And now they don't even talk. They had that fake vignette for Nakamura, I think. But uh, now they don't even they did mention it, or at least on SmackDown. They did, you know, kind of, you know, said, you know, Shinsuke versus Joe and NXT titles on the line in Toronto. They didn't talk about any of the, any of the other matches, which I don't have a problem with. At least mention the show and what's on top, uh, yeah, yeah. which which they did, yeah, and, yeah. And, and kind of in passing. But I just mean us and callers and, you know, chatter – Online chatter. We're not hearing a ton of uh, of excitement. Yeah, but even though that's probably going to be the better show. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. yeah, especially with the way that other card is set up. Oh yeah, it's, it's going to be a better show. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know how you dance around that. That's what it's going to be. 
I just think it's a part of it, like that, because they don't make a big deal about the, about it, and they bombard you with like all other stuff. It gets lost in the shuffle, a little bit, which is a shame. And I think um, we talk about Goldberg and we talk about Bailey, you know, whatever she did yesterday, <laughs> and and then we don't remember to talk about you know the good stuff. Yeah, I mean there was. Um... Yeah. I, I the Goldberg stuff was was good. I think. Um, yeah, I was like I'm not all down on on everything that that happened. I think I just think the the premise of this big show that they're hyping up, everything about the show other than the cruiserweight title match because you're anxious to happen with those guys. Like everything's just kind of man. Like the Survivor Series isn't about anything. Like it's it's bragging rights that don't carry over because these teams don't, like, these brands don't interact often enough for that to be, like, a thing you hang your hat on. Like, these guys don't pass each other on the street in between shows and get into it about who's better. You know what I mean? It just it just kind of exists there. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, actually, this pay-per-view is about uh, WWE 2K17. Like, yes, it is. That's really it's, that is, that it's the only reason it exists. The that's exactly what it's about. If they made Survivor Series every year based around the video game, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't look at that as any kind of like. I'd be fine like with it because yeah. because it's Survivor Series. Uh, it's a month that it's about how they go about it, how they go about it, and make it feel like bragging rights, and then have Stephanie. You know, having all everybody line up like good little boys and girls, uh, that's different than having the actual show or having matches on Survivor Series. How you get there, that's 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 a different story. But just the general idea, I mean, I talked about it a month or two back about how, no, that's fine. Survivor Series is fine, especially if you have Lesnar Goldberg on top. You can do a bunch of nonsense on the undercard because it doesn't matter. You can save that, especially in this you know, network era, you can save those singles and, you know, two-on-two matches uh, for December and January and February and March and your lead-up to WrestleMania or for WrestleMania, I mean, whatever. But you don't have to – you can do a bunch of convoluted team, five-on-five, ten-on-ten or whatever stuff. It's it's fine. And if they wanted to incorporate every year – and around you know since October is the release date for the game every year. If they wanted to do something like this, every, they couldn't. They'd run out of Ultimate Warrior wasn't wrestling. They could have done it with Sting, but they wanted to save him obviously for WrestleMania uh, that that April, not you know November. Um, but they they could they could do the Fantasy Warfare becomes real stuff and just have yeah. video game you know themes throughout the entire card because it's Survivor Series. It doesn't it doesn't. You know, who cares? Yeah. And it's the network. Next year, uh, I'm not worried about pay-per-view buy rates dropping off. Yeah. Next year, I would love it if it was uh, like Team America against uh, International and uh, Kurt Angle's on the cover. Yeah, that would be really good. Like, it would be fun. But who would the internet... But then we got to go and boo baby faces that we, lo- we we typically like just because they're, you know, from Mexico or Switzerland or something. Well, yeah, but I I think if you get assuming they they still be all uh, faces if you got American Alpha Angle right. in the match for three minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Next year, shit, it. it might be, it yeah, might be, uh, so. it might be super in vogue considering 
we'll be nine, ten months, eleven months into a, a Trump presidency. Uh, so we might just, you know, we just we might just all hate foreigners uh, uh, come next year. So yeah, and we have the first ever wall. Like uh, just put a wall in in the middle of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> a wall on a pole match. Can that happen? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it shouldn't be as funny as that sounds. Wall on a pole. <laughs> okay, I got another thing. Uh, this is really short, really short. So, did you, did you see the um, picture Bray Wyatt so quick? Uh, Renee Young and uh, Oh yeah, Stephanie. Yeah. Could you imagine Eddie Edwards and Conor McGregor taking any kind of picture like that before their match at 205? Like, you're you're on no. opposing sides. Like it's the dumbest. No, no, I think I think that's a little. That's uh because it wasn't Bray and whoever he's going up against. It was Bray and his boss and the announcer. So it would be Conor McGregor standing there with Bruce Buffer, whoever's the announcer, and and Dana White. But Stephanie, which wouldn't be as bad, but still Conor McGregor, like, fuck this picture. I mean, I got stuff to do. Where's my fucking title? Where's my other belt? That was the greatest. And also, I love. Um, I'm late. I don't give a fuck. That was, you know, an amazing quote, which I use now. All right. I'm late. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's you know, Stephanie's from the other brand. Like she is the biggest opponent Bray has because she's the lead heel, you know, in the whole company. Oh like, shit! I didn't even think about the Raw SmackDown yeah. aspect of it. Oh yeah, that's yeah. another. Like, why would you do that? They don't yeah, care. I mean. Doesn't it, you yeah. know? I mean, we're sitting. I'm sitting here watching Ride Along, and you know, they've, it's just pull back the curtain. It's not pull back the curtain. It's let's just not have a curtain anymore to pull back. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck your curtain back. Like let's just cut the curtain down and not even think. You know, like let people look yeah, in all the activity. time. Yeah. All right. But anyway, hey, that's all I got for now. I'll take care. Cool, man. We talk to you later, man. Don't be a stranger. Okay. And that's uh, Vince from Finland, everybody. Uh, oh, boy. Just got a text from Marty. What's he saying? Uh, if WWE had a match between Hitler and Mussolini, they could call it bragging Reichs. <laughs> that's actually Not bad. kind of cool. Not bad. <laughs> So wait, last week he hit me on Monday. He hit, last Monday before the election, he hit me with a. Did you know? Did you did you know you have to go to school to become a porn star? They all graduate from the electoral electoral college. So I just hit him with his own video, like, eh, okay. <laughs> he wasn't expecting that one. Just the shoulder shrug. <sighs> but hey, that uh, bragging rights. That's kind of good. <laughs> I can't front. So, all right, let's uh, let's read. Uh, let's take an email. And um, let's see what we got here. Let's go to Dutch Mark. So we go to Finland over to the from Finland to the Netherlands. So let's uh, see what Mark's got. Uh, Mark says, "Hey guys, hope you're both doing well." Call on the post SmackDown show made me want to hear your take on this, and this was sent. Excuse me, sent. Oh, 14 hours ago, so last night. Um, how do you feel championship belts should be treated? 
comparing McGregor demanding his, the second belt to show them both off in UFC was very elevate, a very elevating moment to me that showed those titles mean something. I know it's, in, it's uh, incomparable, but, but still, do you mind if someone like Luke Harper or Naito mistreats the belt due to their character being like, fuck this thing, I don't care for it? Or do you think that each belt should always be treated with respect, whatever the title holder's character might be? Bonus example, Naito really does does care, really does care for the IWGP heavyweight belt as shown in this gif. Let me click. Damn. Yeah, he just like <laughs> just throws it up and lets it hit the mat. Like he like Lucky. Yeah. No, I would I I would if I if I had to have one or the other, that's not what you're, not really what you're proposing. But I'd rather everybody treat the belt with some kind of reverence, and a character mm. like Luke Harper shouldn't be champion. Not shouldn't, not not shouldn't in the in the sense that he's not a champion. He's not a championship level. I'm not saying anything out of pocket. Even though he's, he's not been, a championship level level wrestler. But, yeah. but even as as the IC champion when he was for three weeks or whatever or a year or two ago. Mm. I, I think it's okay for a guy like him. I don't like Naito throwing the thing around and, and all that. And people used to have an issue with The Rock, how he would just kind of have it in his hand as he walked out, dangling mm-hmm. it, not on his shoulder, not around his waist, just mm-hmm. in his hand, hand like it's Austin a chopping bag, you know. Yeah, Austin was the same So I'd rather, people, I'd rather people treat the belt like Flair treated the world title in the 80s. You know, stare at it like it's a baby. You know, kiss it, uh, uh, shine it, keep it on or over your shoulder, uh, hand it to the ref or the, the the person with respect and all that stuff. I'd rather that. But a guy like Luke Harper or a Bray Wyatt, uh, I don't really know Naito's character, but I, I think that's a fine, that's an okay example of because you can't have, you know, you don't appreciate the summer, you know, you know, without the winter. Folks in California might, and maybe down here a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, but you know, you you need some good to appreciate, or you need some bad to appreciate the good. I, I wouldn't do fifty-fifty. Yeah. Ninety-ten is fine. If nine out of every ten title holders treated it with respect and all the reverence and all that stuff, and then you have the one or two guys that come along that are kind of like, whatever. I think that's fine, yeah. especially if they're heels. I got Luke Harper, if he was a IC title, if he was the IC champion now and he kind of, you know, held it to the side or threw it around, I don't think I'd, uh, I wouldn't be too mad. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world? Yeah. No. Uh, also, this promo for TLC is possibly the best thing ever with the text oh, yeah. messages. It's so good. And as a guy, as a little emojis falling off the ladder, you just see the shit emoji over and over and over and over again as he's falling. <laughs> it's dope as fuck. So, uh, okay, so yeah, that was it with uh, with Mark. Uh, any 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 more thoughts on uh, championships? How they're revered or mm-hmm. disrespected? Mm-hmm. Each, uh, 
you know, each guy carries himself differently, is going to treat him differently. Um, yeah, yeah, fine, fine with however they do it. Like, I think, because um, who was like, I think it's interesting that Ambrose wears his on his, on his waist because it doesn't seem to necessarily fit his character. I think it's interesting that Reigns doesn't because it doesn't make him cool. <laughs> but he doesn't well, he can't fit it over on his waist over that dumbass vest. I mean, he probably could fit it, but it would look stupid. It would look weird because he's got that dumbass vest on. Yes. Kevin true. Nash used to drag um, the belt to the ring. Well, Darrell says, I think mm-hmm. the crew, uh, he says, I hate when people talk about kayfabe when that's been dead since the 60s. That's just absurd. That's absurd. You wouldn't watch wrestling if there was no kayfabe, Darrell. You, you just wouldn't. If got, I mean, selling a punch is fucking kayfabe. So kayfabe isn't dead. I mean, if we just got to go to the basis levels of what kayfabe is, it's selling something that's not real. It's pretending. It's putting on. It's putting on a story or a front or an air. And when you sell a body slam and you grab your back, well, that kind of hurts. But you know what I mean. If you, you're in a move and you're selling it, you know that's kayfabe is staying in character, not what you're talking about. Okay, all right, I guess yeah. In a sense, but still, when I watch TV, for the most part, granted, they break from kayfabe a lot, but it's not dead. And it certainly hasn't been dead since the 60s. That's just, you aren't even, you, you, you're talking about something that happened 20, possibly 25 years before you even came around. I'm not saying you can't study up on stuff and find out, but come on. I don't want to hear them some 30-year-old, 30, 30 talk, 30, you know, 30-something talking about what happened in the, Oh, something's been dead since the '60s. Do you stay in kayfabe when you leave work? <laughs> I don't. I'm not even sure what. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Know I don't. I'm yeah, you still, right. Matter of fact, you yeah, you kayfabe really did at ACC, especially Man. when you be screenshotting people. Open that good shit. Like the police. Yo, that did not look like a kid named Thor. I don't care what nobody says. Like the damn police. Well, uh, Rich on Twitter says, "What's this about Nido? I just got on." Well, sorry, Rich, you have to go back and listen to the damn podcast. So, focus on yourself, Rich. <laughs> uh, no, just how Nido treats the belt. He just kind of he sh- uh, Mark from uh, Dutch Mark shared a gif of him just throwing the title up over his head, you know, six, seven, eight feet, and it just landing in the ring with a with a thud, and there was confetti and shit all over the ring, so I assume he had just won the damn thing or defended it, and he just, eh. Okay. No, I'd rather, rather they didn't do that. But, all right, let's, uh, I guess we can get Darrell on here. He can ex- explain his damn so Tell me, he can tell us how kayfabe would happen in 62, when kayfabe officially died. Uh, Darrell, explain yourself. What up? What up, Trav? What up, Cam? What is going on? All right. This is what I mean. Now, the... I, mean, I know what you mean. You've been saying making this argument for the last but, year you've been calling into but, these various shows. Yeah. Go ahead. But what you were saying about, I don't know about the 60s, you read history, and when you get into situations like the election and stuff like that and how black people been treated, you don't know what happened. You wasn't around when we was when black people was treated in certain type of ways. Wait, wait, wait. But you can go off of what you've seen and what you learned in history, right? Yes or no? I'm just saying, I, yes I, or no? I stipulated to that, Darrell. That was the first thing I said. I said, I understand you can go back and history. And, and, uh, I mean, did I not, like, 
I know I'm just. I know that into my Travis. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just poking fun with you, man. <laughs> hey, I'm just poking fun with you. I know that, man. But the reason why I say that, the reason why I say that, because I know you, the person who be like, um, smart fans are some of the most deplorable people to you to a point with how they act at shows and stuff like that. And the reason why I say kayfabe is then I hate when people are always talking about where well, these people should go out and on their Instagram and on their Facebook should be the same when they work for a company who has to have so much control over them that we don't even know if they allow them to have their own personal separate Instagrams or separate Facebooks where they can just just leave work and don't have to think about work and just go and talk about stuff that they like to talk about without getting in trouble. You know what I'm saying? And Right. But to pretend like pro wrestling is, is, here. is like any other job is is a little uh, even in, inter, in even even in other other jobs in entertainment movie people TV people uh, we know we're not expecting um, Jim Parsons Sheldon from Big Bang Theory to do interviews on w- w- whatever um, and be Sheldon from Big Bang Theory he does those. Um, What's the name commercials? And he's kind of not really. He's not like obnoxious jerk a little bit, but he's a different different person. And I'm sure he's different on Twitter or if he has an Instagram or something. He's Jim friggin' Parsons. And when it's time to promote, like, hey, Big Bang Theory premieres this, you know, this Monday. Check it out. And he provides a link to CBS.com or something. That's uh, I I I just think it's uh, it's it's just different with with pro wrestlers and. And, uh, but what make but what makes it so crazy to me else. is because smart fans or smarts they so they almost borderline stalkers the the, the ones who really into it because you ain't gotta tell they me. read the dirt <laughs> they read the dirt sheets and and also dirt sheets wrestling um you could you could, you could call um, them newsletters wrestling or reporters you know, just... yeah websites and all this they contribute yeah. to all this also. Because they in they tell these fans what these people are doing outside when they outside of the ring when they outside of the business, everything. And then these fans get so obsessed where they'll go wait, 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 Google wait. this person. They like access Hollywood and Entertainment Tonight and Entertainment Weekly and all and TMZ don't exist. Again, those yeah. places exist. They yeah, do the same thing. That's why I don't feel. That's why, at, I don't feel bad. Worse. That's why I don't at, feel bad. Look at, look at Gwyneth Paltrow with no makeup. You know, that kind of scumbag shit. You know, like, well, what? You know, trying to get pictures. That's you know, why I don't feel bad when they know, Trying to get pictures of their newborn baby, all that weirdo stuff. So when you talk about, you know, fans being stalkers, like, well, in the entertainment and in, in other entertainment stuff, it's the media that are that are the actual stalkers but do, besides but, actual but stalkers. It's a, but the difference is between an actor and a wrestler, their fans he don't expect – Yes, he get to go home, and they just want to see what he's like at home. They don't expect him to still be Tom Cruise, who on Mission Impossible. They right, because he's not Mission Impossible fifty two times a week, uh, fifty two times a year. He's Tom Cruise. Yes, he's a he's different character. He's, uh, he's and Mission Impossible a- for that for that month that the movie's out and and making all the money, and he's promoting it on Conan and and Colbert and all that kind of stuff. And and yeah, I mean. It's it's just and different. These, I mean, and these and they fans are yeah. more are more of keeping up with the Joneses than 
staying kayfabe. That's more keeping up with the Jones. We want to see what they do, what they wear, what they have, what they baby have on. So maybe it, I can probably buy that for my kid or waste all my money trying to get what they have or try to ball out like how they have, like just like how people are obsessed right. over rappers. And then they buy the little fake charms that I'm balling, homie, and, and be uh, spending a rent check in the club. <laughs> I want, you know I want to see a picture of Darrell at 19 in the late 90s or early 2000s. With, you oh, know, man, I can see this cubic zirconian shit on and nickel size. Because that was me in, in college with my dumbass, giant, fake-ass diamond studs. Like <laughs> that's, why I can, that's why I can talk about this. That's why I can talk about this. I spent, I got a $5,000 um, um, tax check. When you know when you see your return back at a five thousand, mm-hmm. I spent four thousand dollars of that. Uh, no, thirty five hundred to get a bracelet like I seen Fabulous had. So I can talk about that. I made those mistakes. I can talk three, like three that. days later he got robbed for it. Oh no, I get robbed for it. A year, um, two years later, I um I was taking the Greyhound to um come back home to visit a family member that passed, and I'm. Left it in the bathroom at the Greyhound bus station because oh I was God. I had to use the bathroom. I was washing my hand and I forgot about it. My mind was just on oh. something else and I forgot about it. Oh, well, that hurts. Yes, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. I spent two hundred dollars on this, thing, on this chain bus. that I <laughs> look at nineteen when when two hundred dollars shit at thirty six two hundred dollars I use two hundred dollars right now, but. <laughs> Saving up my Domino's uh, delivery money to buy this dumbass chain for two hundred some dollars plus the plus the, the stupid uh, medallion with all the fake diamonds on it uh, that I'm still wearing though now it's just a silver chain. Um, I, felt, I felt like I think back like man why I spend that damn money on that thirty five hundred dollars? Oh my god! Why didn't you just buy a car? Yep. Or or put a down payment yep. on a condo? <laughs> what the fuck? I, I was hurting. How uh, was hurting? Nineteen again. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I get you. You can, uh, you, you get how that that fandom and what it what it means to, you know, want to be like, you know, whoever your person that you're admiring or whatever. And nobody ever talk about man. These people, some they, a reason why they start hating the business sometimes when they leave it because when they in it, they never have a time to relax from it because you have crazed fans that go Google their name, real names, find who their family members are, start following their wife on Facebook and stuff, and soon they hate something about their character in the ring. They go right on the wife page. Your husband ain't shit. That's why I hate to see what Roman Reigns' uh, wife getting. Yeah. Boo! Tear, tear that punk to take out that, that stupid-ass chest protector. <laughs> right, right. That's okay. so, yeah. And, and and not even going that far, like harassing someone's wife about the things they do on TV or are told to do on TV. Like, just, like, before I unlocked, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nice move. Uh, before I unlocked my uh, Twitter and I had to request or, or accept everybody, I would go through their mentions and their and their and their ads, and if I just saw at Taz, at Wade Keller, at Shinsuke, at this wrestler, at that wrestling podcast, at this Michael Cole, like literally, like I, I just scroll for five minutes and I see nothing but at fucking wrestling folks. Not even if they're not being not being that they're being uh, obnoxious or or rude or anything, 
but just the volume and like that's all you do is talk to wrestlers on Twitter or try to talk to wrestling personalities on Twitter. No, no, no. I don't need you following me. I'm not going to be one of those people who you're bothering it. You know, <laughs> hey, what did you think about Bailey? Um, you know, six on one guy. Shut up. Ask me about something else. Uh, you know, I'm. You know, listen to my show. I'll talk. I'm sure I'll talk about it. Um, but to take it a step further, if you're like harassing or doing like what you said to Roman's wife, that's pathetic. So yeah, so yeah, that's, that's my whole thing because I heard somebody and, say about that earlier, and then I was listening to Taz's podcast, and somebody called him and said, "I I hate that some um, such and such um, that um, Charlotte and Bailey took a picture together. Uh, Charlotte and um, Sasha be taking pictures together and put it on Instagram. Like these people can't enjoy no time by themselves and stuff like that." You hear these, you but again, yeah, no, 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 no. See, this is thing. This is the thing, Darrell. <laughs> they that the fans or or they they can enjoy their time by themselves. They're going out of their way to post that, and then for public consumption. But don't you, like, post, uh, don't you post stuff on Instagram that you like? Like when you when you sitting chilling or when um when you and Cam them y'all had the um the Facebook live thing and you probably took a couple of pictures there and y'all wanted to share it and stuff like that. You know, you, you, you when you having time to yourself and you kicking it with friends, we all share photos on Instagram or Facebook that when we chilling with friends and we just want out. They can't help that they so they got a, a boss who got to they be can sold help over they can everything. Not post the picture. Or they could post it to a, a private account, like a personal account. But now, I don't have any, like you if you're doing him. stuff for, in the public eye, and then you and then you go, but I want some privacy. Like that's not how it works. You know you people are scumbags. That? You know people are going to go. Why are you st- why are you standing there with a heel and you a baby face or vice versa? So don't do it. But you well, talk, be but willing to go. Well, whatever, and ignore people being able to. You talking about assumptions also about them being able to post on a private um private Instagram or a private Facebook. Most of the time when they're working for the WWE, they don't have a private. That's what that's what usually when you hear people leave WWE, that's what they say. Well we couldn't have the private stuff and be able to post stuff um on our own and have our own voice. It's like you being in a patriot organization. You can't have no flair to say who, you got to speak who says to the they weren't patriot allowed. Script. Who's not allowed to post to have a personal whatever account, social media account? I listen. Um, I listen well, to first Taz, off, so it's either I, I bullshit to, or I they need to be like that's something you could probably I don't know, sue or anything. But that I listen to like, the you Taz. Can't do that. To, you can't tell me. To, I don't care who you I, are. You can't tell me I can't have a personal. I to the unless you're like so the government, I, I guess they could. But go ahead, go ahead. Since I can't. Yeah, I listen to the Taz show. He said um, on MLW, they um um. What's McCauley? He said um, that you know it's frowned upon for you to have something outside and then speaking outside of the company line. Make your fucking frown. You, uh, and you know, then you, like, the and, and then you, and I know, you know I'm saying that from now on. Looking in, and I'm not a, you know, my check ain't on the line. But <laughs> you're not gonna tell that's me I can't key. have a personal account and I can't talk to my 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 aunts and shit on social media without having to deal with dickhead wrestling fans. Uh, uh, like if, if Roman Reigns has a Joe Annoy account, Twitter or or Instagram or something, and also a Roman Reigns one, 
Who's, who, who in WWE is mad at that, that he's on his Joe Annoy account sharing or liking pictures of his, of his new niece or his, uh, his cousin got a new motorcycle and he's like, yeah, man, whatever. Like, you Vince McMahon or Stephanie, you're like, no, we want you to be, you know, like, if that's the case, because I don't know that that is, that's bullshit. But who, uh, but let's say this, do you, um, can we say if he has something critical to say about, What's been going? Uh, what's been going on now? He really want to stand up for it and say something about, like, uh, I don't want to stand for this, or I don't want to pledge allegiance at all. Yeah, I mean, the election stuff. Like that. When he get, uh, um, he'll get fired or something. I don't know if he would. But they'll probably work yeah. something out with him, tell him to offer up an apology. But anybody else who probably a little bit lower probably would, and that's the control. We can say that we don't know, but we see. Just by how everything goes, we hear the the reports from the dirt sheets and everything about them saying stuff about how Vince is so in control of everything. So you have to just put two and two together. We don't have to play the fool and act like we don't think that. We can say what we wouldn't do, but our check ain't on the line, like you said. What's stopping Brian Kendrick from having a protected tweet, a protected Twitter account with you know, I guess his name, real name is Brian Kendrick or whatever, but, you know, whatever. Not the Brian Kendrick, just regular old Brian, Brian J. Kendrick. It's protected, and he has only friends and close family and close wrestling friends and that he considers friends and family. Who who in management, like, I understand that they could be upset, but I don't understand the reason. Like, why? What are you mad that I'm talking to my grandma or my cousins and shit on Twitter? In a private stuff, it doesn't show up on anybody's mentions because it's protected unless I, you know, so I just, I just kind of call bullshit on that. And I say kind of because I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I have heard these stuff get, stuff interviews get out. with people yeah. saying we weren't allowed to have social media accounts. That just, that just. You want to talk about independent contractors. Like, so not only do you get to tell me where to show up, how to dress, what to say, who to wrestle, how to wrestle, I get you get to tell me who I can talk to on social media in my personal life. It just it just goes against everything. I don't know what that's well, right. Well, we already said we already said they um they not really independent contractors in the in the WWE oh, no, anyway because they can't do anything independently. So that just kills right, everything that we we assuming because they, we already say that they're not independent contractors. That's they can't in, do anything in wrestling, independently in the, in, at Raw, at SmackDown, at pay-per-views. They're not. They can say, they're told, show up here, wrestle this way, wear this outfit, say this. When I'm home in my fucking apartment and I'm on my fucking personal social media, get the fuck out of my face. Fuck you, Vince McMahon, whoever. Yeah. Like, I don't see why that would even be a problem. Why would they care? Unless you're on your unprotected social media talking about, you know, uh, uh, social stuff, or I mean, people Kofi and those guys—they were so like on their on their WWE social media, you know, at Kofi can whatever, you know, talking about the election. They were like, shit, it sucks right now. Without like saying very, I mean, everybody knew what they were talking about, but they weren't, uh, they weren't. You know, saying stuff by name. Corey Graves was like, eh, you know, that bullshit. We need to come together. Garbage. That all of a sudden that we're supposed to swallow and you know, fucking smile on our face and go, mm, that tastes great. Uh, it, so I don't know. I, I'm skeptical about about how this, how their social media stuff really works or doesn't. 
Yeah, I, I'm the type of person, I like to look at the history of things and just look at how things go. And we ain't seen it yet, but we seen everything We seen everything else that we saying that they shouldn't do, but we see it. We, we, so you, we we see it. you can't say we haven't seen, we we don't know who's who's who has a personal Twitter, personal Instagram, a Facebook that's that's not public. You can't just be like, oh, everybody is, I don't but know that. You don't but know that's that. telling but but that's telling though. If you would, you it wouldn't stay personal for that long with how fandom of people are, are smart fans. It wouldn't stay personal. So that if somebody long, had a screenshot of somebody's tweet Twitter homepage that has the little lock on it, and it says these tweets are protected. But it had a picture of Roman Reigns in like a regular T-shirt in front of his house, or you know whatever his his his, his uh, profile pic is, and it said Joseph. Q annoy, and it's protected. Somebody screenshotted that and said, "See, look, Roman has a non What? So what? what? What's what's the what's the what's the the well, you know what's email, the incentive to can't stay private? What we think a wrestling a page can stay or whatever they say on there stay private. Don't nothing stay private in today's world anyway. So we we will be you're assuming a whole lot. And you're assuming that, that a, a roster of a hundred, hundred and fifty people, or however, <laughs> that nobody has their own. That's that's absurd to think that to think yes, that I'm, they have I'm, no I'm, means yes, of saying, communicating out of, outside of their WWE social media accounts. That's absurd, Darrell. But that's that's my opinion. My opinion can be as the most absurd, asinine thing possible. This is just my. Oh opinion. well, it is. Good. I'm glad you recognize it. Yeah, you know, it's just what how I feel. And if I see otherwise, then I'm I'll be the first person to say, you know what? That's was, the point. I you wouldn't wrong. see it. That's the idea of you know having a private, protected, blank, whatever social media account. But is I that was it's always, not for I was you to fucking see. You don't know that man's personal. I was always told uh, by people uh, like TMZ info. and stuff like that. I was always told by people like TMZ and people like that who find whatever a public figure who on TV, they find whatever you do. No okay. matter where you do it at, how you do it, they eventually find it. Eventually. But so if they found it, then what's the story? What's the, what's the selling point for TMZ to go, look, Joseph Annoy, a.k.a. Roman Reigns, has a private account? They'd be like, so? But see, that's, that's not, that, but that's that not, that's not my whole website. point. That's not, that's not my whole point. That's not my whole point. My whole point is we, we still don't, they post stuff personally on their pages, uh, personally on their pages that people don't like, don't like them posting regular pictures of them chilling with people who are friends behind the stage. They post it on, on their WWE account. On their regular, that, or that, yeah, on their know that. public one. Right. So my whole thing is I'm just going off of that right there by itself. And people get them flack about that. So I'm just assuming where they don't have a place where they can put that stuff on there and don't have to worry about well, I think the it's fans calling in though, by the company. Better. It's encouraged by the company, Stephanie and Renee and Bray Wyatt. So they're not afraid or, or worried that Roman's like, oh, well, if I post this picture of me standing here with Seth Rollins, you know, six months ago, or four months ago, oh, people are gonna, you know. Uh, but they, who cares? Roman goes whatever. What the company gonna be mad because I'm breaking kayfabe? They do it all the time. So in that sense, they they they're not a they're it's not an issue. It's only then an you issue. Talk, then, you, then you talking to my then you talking to my argument when I say I, that's why I hate when wrestling fans 
take that out on them and say that they shouldn't do that and hold that against their character well, they that's shown on TV and not and not, I mean, and not, not making their character. They shouldn't. When, the company shouldn't. The company shouldn't encourage it. But we're kind of. But the company I mean, needs, that's a, that's lead the industry. The, the boat has the failed a long damn time ago. Oh, oh. Yeah, but the company leads the industry on what's kayfabe or not, and they already saying kayfabe is dead. We've seen that when Vince, uh, when Vince came out there in the early '90s and had that whole um, thing of we're just entertainers, we're just like you, we're right. just like. But he did. Um, he, he didn't like do that because he wanted to come out and say, "Oh no, it's just entertainment." He did that to beat to get around the government sanctions of of of, of but that's sanctions that, um, of. Of uh, test, not testing. What's it called? Uh, athletic commissions. That's all. I've been it wasn't because he wanted to break kayfabe, or because he didn't want to break kayfabe. He wanted to not fucking have to be under some guy, uh, res- the the restrictions of the state or whatever state he's. Pro- but I've been going in. back reading the torch. I've been going back uh-huh. and reading the torch archives, and they and they was reporting on how he been wanting to make this into consider entertainment and not your regular typical rap. Oh, that was. So, in '85, when he had people bobbing for pumpkins and shit like that. I mean, that wasn't okay, anything so new by 1994. It so he, to... he just made it official. It was when he made that official. Most people, like Bruce Mitchell in '94, was probably 30, and he goes, "Oh yeah, that yeah, I've known that since I was 20. You know, watching in '85, I, I knew this kitty nonsense was headed in that direction. It's the minute this guy took over." Uh, Vince Jr. Did. Okay. So uh, I mean, and uh, all I'm yeah. saying is, my Insta- their Instagram shouldn't determine how the character is seen on the movies when uh, actor's character ain't determined on how he's seen when you go look at him in the movie. Well, again, the character should be left established in, the, in left the first in the two minutes of this conversation that those are very different for, uh, genres and and platforms of entertainment, and Tom Cruise isn't. Um, Required or asked asked to be Mission Impossible Tom Cruise fifty two times a week or a year. Now I guess we have to, we have to go on the show. Up. We have to go on the show and sitcom. Um, obviously, obviously people who be on sitcoms and portray themselves a certain way outside yeah. don't always be that way. So you know, and they don't get looked upon down. Uh, who their character is on the show don't get looked upon down. Right, because they're not uh, um, the guy, having fake fights that guy, are pretending um, are real. The guy on Seinfeld said, yeah. um, said um, went on a nigger rant, and yeah. people still find his character on that show very funny and don't even think nothing of it and don't even, when they look at his character on television, they don't think about the, the nigger rant. Well, they just you can't look say at his that character nobody does. And, and Clearly and appreciate. you do, so you can't, you're not special. Oh, no, 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 no. No, people no, probably no, do no, stop watching. People, I'm sure, stopped watching Seinfeld or didn't buy the box set because I don't want to support Michael Richards, that fucking bigot. You know, I mean, or people go, "Fucking Kramer's hilarious." I'm going to soon. Every time he, you know, busts into Jerry's apartment, I'm going to crack up, and I don't give a fuck who he calls a nigga. I don't care who he wants to stick a fork in their ass. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it, blanket. You know, every, everybody. So, anyway, uh, anything else before we uh, move on from this vigorous uh, debate? <laughs> nah. Oh, just one thing. Um, y'all were talking about the Cruiserweight um, um, division. I don't think it's going to move. I still think it's going to stay on Raw. Um, they was already building um, storylines on Raw Monday. 
to maybe sell for a pay-per-view they probably have down the line, like maybe have Rich One and T.J. Perkins go against each other to see who's going to be the number one contender. Because one said, I already right, got two what, wins over him. But, but what keeps that from happening if they move to SmackDown? Why is that different now? Why wouldn't that, that be a more start you have to be put at the back of the line because Brian Kendrick will probably be the first person to get a rematch. Um, Callisto don't have no storyline with neither one of those guys, not even the Tony Nese well, or he, none of that. The storyline would be he got put in this match, he won, and now the, the division has moved forward because of it. And you and you start a storyline. I mean, what the – not, why would they? Okay, so why would they put the entire division up just to only have it stay on Raw? It doesn't make that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and at least I'm so glad Brian recognized uh, or mentioned that on Raw. Like Mick, what kind of idiot are you to put the entire division up? And I think they had to at least you know uh, acknowledge the elephant in the room because it was. Uh, it was stupid. It's because they have no other. They're panicked, not panicked, but they're like, "This shit ain't working. We got to get them on SmackDown. So let's come up with something that can get them on SmackDown." Oh, the whole division is on the line in one match. That's stupid. But I'll and I'm just saying this for me. But I'll take it. Like it's a ridiculous premise, but I'll take it because the division should this be on like, SmackDown. Like so I'll look. I'll look the that. other way while they make a dumbass uh, booking uh, uh, decision. To, to you know, to fit something you know that they need to happen, and you know it's like whatever. I'll look the other way. I won't scrutinize it or criticize it because they are where they need to be, where they should have been the entire time. On yeah, second. but it's common sense too. If um you if he if Callisto win the um, cruiserweight title, he's not going to defend it on Raw. He on SmackDown, so the whole division would have to literally go to SmackDown. If you think about it, right. if you just think about it literally, just like if. Let's say before Dolph lost, when everybody was still thinking that Dolph is a semi-stealer kind of loser, Daniel Bryan, why would you put the Intercontinental title that before the draft happened, when the draft was going on, you were talking about how you care more about the Intercontinental title than the person who was carrying it at the time, the men, how you really cherish that title. Why would you put that title on the line, even though you believe people should go out and fight, for Raw to be able to take it? when we haven't really seen Dolph be able to defend it and keep it. When we all already seen him lose and what he do Tuesday, he lost. Yeah he did. Oh, there you go, Cam. So it could be seen both ways. <laughs> That's why we probably gonna see the men keep his title because why you take him away from SmackDown live and talking smack when he's doing some of his best work on talking smack by itself. Last night on talking smack, that was a that was short and sweet. But hey, that what he what he came and said to Daniel Bryan and 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 how he said it to him and everything, that was good. And how Daniel Bryan was looking like like I don't have nothing to say. I got the boo boo face. <laughs> he had the boo boo face after. Why would you take him from well, SmackDown when we already say Raw don't be treating guys right in the first place? That means you're lower mids right back down. Yeah. Well, we're definitely going to have something to talk about next week, uh, for sure, whatever happens. Yeah. Oh. Just specifically with the, the 
divi- tag divi- or the cruiserweight division in the uh, in the uh, IC situation. I mean, I I yeah. just think it's pretty clear. I just think it's pretty clear, pretty obvious where where they're going with both of those. And I, I mean, shit, swerves happen. I'm not guaranteeing anything. It just seems good money is on the SmackDown getting the cruiserweight division and keeping their IC title. However, that has a lot more flexibility because Miz can just win and, and retain and beat and beat Sami Zayn, and Zayn could go back to Raw with no belt and maybe have to deal with Stephanie again or whatever. But I think it's more likely yep. that he'll win and go to SmackDown. Will and that's but just you one think of those like the Raw with two belts? But I think the cruiserweight division—it's like that's a—that's just set up to go. Uh, yeah. All right, we're, really after, we're not thinking about this though. Raw, Raw with two belts and Roman is already penciled in, kind of penciled in that he's going to be facing Kevin Owens, um, champion versus champion at their next pay per view, on uh, Roadblock. Mm-hmm. So you only, ha- so the, you're not going to let Roman lose that title before. So that means they only going to have one title defense, maybe two, the tag team titles. You, you, That's yeah. why I say the cruiserweight title ain't going nowhere, because it's gonna have to be one of the titles to be defended at Roadblock, because it's not gonna have Roman lose. We know that to be sure. Well, we'll see. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, man. We're moving on. Yeah. All right, man. Thank y'all, man. Talk to Love you. the podcast care, man. too. Thanks, Thank man. You. Appreciate it as always. Um, Rich says they still have the women's title, though. Yeah, I mean yeah. they all, all of a sudden, they didn't have there was no cruiserweight division before September. So to think that all of a sudden Raw's like, but we need that title, I think it's just a little absurd. Yeah. They're like, whatever, get these guys the fuck out of here so we can concentrate. They get two segments a show. You think they can't fill those two segments with something else? It's one segment per show sometime, most weeks, two if on a good week. So, yep. All right, let's uh, keep this thing moving. Let's talk to Kylan, see what's on his mind. His mind. Kylan, what's going oh, on? No, what's Turn going your radio on? down or radio whatever, down. laptop. Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam this week? Oh, doing all right, man. Uh, so, so. I I have a I have a couple different points I I would like your opinion on. First one is is a question in regards to Kurt Angle. I like Kurt Angle questions. With Kurt Angle being spotlighted in 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 a in a highlight package during the 900th episode of SmackDown last night, is it possible that we could be getting ready to see? Kurt returned to WWE in the not so distant future. Yeah, no, I, my I first so. instinct is to go, well, they don't do anything by accident. Yeah. You know, but 
considering the gimmick they were doing Body with, falling apart. you know, showing oh. SmackDown. It's like, well, you got to show, you know, they want to show Cena's debut. They want to show, you know, young, fresh-faced, you know, 25-year-old oh. John Cena. So, oh. I mean, they kind of have to show Kurt Angle. Um, uh, so, not, yeah. It's, it's not We're like, I mean, they, they featured Hulk Hogan. Know. Where was, you know, I don't see Kylan asking about Hulk Hogan. He was on that same damn mm-hmm. video pack, highlight package. So, I, I mean, again, I agree with Cam. Like, I hope so. I hope uh, he, he comes in to, to, to do, and I don't mean wrestle. That's for damn sure. Um, but I hope he has a, a place in the not-so-distant future. Um, but I don't, I'm not looking at that going, oh, yep, that's a, sh- for, that's a for sure sign that we're getting Kurt or he'll be here soon. It's like, no, they stopped caring a long time ago about featuring people that are that are or have been in TNA because, you know, it didn't, whatever, it don't matter. It does uh, not matter. Yeah, so I just don't look at that as any kind of indication. I mean, I mean maybe. It's not, like, totally worthless, but I don't think it's as much – I don't think five years ago – I think it's uh, a bigger deal. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's just like, whatever. It's Angle, it's a part, it, they own the history, and, you know, they want to tell the story they want to tell without having to worry about who who gives a fuck about, you know, whoever, where, yep. who is, and who they work for. We got we got all the, all our ducks in a row. We got all the lawyers that we need. We got this. So, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm, I'm right yeah. there with you, like, you you always hope, like there's always a glimmer of hope that when these guys get featured, that means they're getting closer to something. He's not tied to, you know, TNA at this point. Maybe we finally get, like, that Kurt Angle DVD special thing beyond the mm. ring that I've been clamoring for forever. Because there's just so many good matches and so many unique matchups that he made and just, like, even just less stuff with him and Triple H. Like, you know, in Austin, him and Rocket, SummerSlam. It is so much good stuff. Yeah, they even like, showed a clip of him like hovering over Stephanie after he like, you know, forcibly kissed her while she was kind of knocked out. Yes. After so, he did that I thing, don't do. Yep. So we'll see. Damn, I didn't realize Ty Dillinger has such a history in uh, WWE. He been around. Serious fighting super super crazy overall. On ECW, the revamped ECW. Oh my God, he lost to uh, he lost to uh, um, Ricky Ortiz. <laughs> Damn, on like a uh, on a velocity or what? on ECW. Oh, okay. In like oh eight or whenever. Oh. <laughs> Ricky Ortiz, he was Atlas Ortiz, and then they signed Tony Atlas, yeah. and then he was like. Atlas Ortiz, he was like, please, my friends call me Ricky. Like, uh, okay, and now all of a sudden he's been Ricky Ortiz. Ricky Ortiz. Yeah. Oh, he had that rally towel. That's right. Rally towel. Dre, Dre hated him. Like, Dre was hype on that. Oh, was he? Okay, it was. Okay, he liked him. Okay, I, I knew it was one or the other. He either hated him with a burning white hot, hot passion, or 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 he got he got him hard. One or the other. No in between. Wow. Just, and Rich said he's been there a smooth ten plus years. Boy, boy. I mean, that's where the ten comes from. <laughs> I don't think so, but yeah, that's a, yeah. 
Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, that's, <laughs> she ain't got no fingers, man. Come on. Um, well. Okay, let's... Uh, all right, let's talk to... Uh, let's go to D.C. I'm assuming that's Willis. Uh, Willis, what's happening? Hey. hey, guys. What's going on? What's going on, A little bit of this. A little bit of that. What's happening? Yeah. Not so much... If y'all didn't know, um, if y'all watch the Legends of tomorrow, they do, they're going to be moving it to Tuesday night soon. Oh, really? What? God. Yeah. Why? Tuesday's after Flash? Yep. Oh. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they think it's going to be No idea what they have Monday through Thursday, you know. The ratings are, I guess, if you put it after Flash, yeah. But then I was hearing rumors that they might put another show. Somebody might be getting another show on for Thursday night. It's, somebody um, like who? Another superhero think, show, you mean, in that universe? Yep. yep. I don't know Yo, if Captain Cold get his own show, I'm going to be real fucking pissed. And I'm going to watch every episode. I, I think they supposed shit. to be doing um I think they supposed to be doing Black Lightning, I think. Yeah, I heard Black Lightning might get a show, yep. So, Alright, so Rich well, just uh shared a link from deadline dot com, CW's mid season premiere date schedule, Supernatural, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. So let's see what they're saying. Why would they do that? So Supernatural and Legends are on the move, according to Deadspin, or our deadline. CW has set its mid-season schedule, uh, goddamn it, pop up, uh, which features moves for incumbents, Supernatural. How is Supernatural? I mean, I've never really watched it, but that's been on since Smallville, like, forever. debuted. It's like forever. Yeah. Uh, Jensen Eccles. They look the same, too. Um, DC's Legends Tomorrow and an additional new Archie Comics drama, Riverdale. Yeah. In the returning series, the 100. Rain, the originals, and iZombie. Oh, that's right. I forgot about iZombie. That'll probably go in that Thursday, Thursday, 8 o'clock spot. Yeah. (laughs) Veteran utility player Supernatural has pretty much seen it all, airing virtually every night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> damn, and Friday. And it's 12 it's season run so far. Yeah, and, and on, when Supernet, uh, when Smallville debuted, it went it was on Tuesdays for its first, like, two or three seasons, then it moved to Wednesdays for two or three seasons, and it moved to Thursday for two seasons, and then as soon as it moved to Friday, we were like, okay, this show ain't, ain't uh, <laughs> it's not up for, it's not going to last much longer. Yeah. But I think it did, like, three seasons on Friday, so... Uh, Wasn't Smallville even on a, a Sunday night at one point? Did they debut mm-hmm. on a Sunday? No, 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 no. They debuted on a Sat on a on Tuesdays. I think they did Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. If they do, wow. Oh, they used to show the reruns on Sundays. Right, because I remember I would. Uh, yep, you're right. They did. They did because it went head to head with Desperate Housewives. So, uh, Supernatural will be CW's new Thursday anchor at 8. Wow, they're going to put that on at, at 8? 
a pretty dark show. So that'll be a launch pad for Riverdale. Okay. Supernatural shifting from Thursdays at nine will replace the hour legends of tomorrow, which is being sent to Tuesdays at nine, replacing no tomorrow. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to be lasting too long. Uh, ending the first. Okay, so yeah. Yep. Um. With the whole survival series thing, I'm thinking if they, even though they haven't said nothing about the stipulation in a month and a half about whoever wins between Raw and SmackDown get the other people's players, I mean, get three people of their choosing, if they bring that stipulation up during the pre-show, if, um... Sami Zayn end up beating and beating um Miz for the US title, I mean the Intercontinental title and bringing that to Raw. I can I can see um if SmackDown end up winning the matches like they supposed to, I can see them plucking Roman Reigns and taking them to SmackDown. And that's how you solve the belt issue? I don't see that. Yep. You kidding me? I just, I, yeah, I don't see them putting yeah. Roman Reigns anywhere but Raw. I, I mean, that's, I a, that's a fine idea, like, to get the titles, to to flip the mid-card titles, but I don't see them putting Roman Reigns. If, it was, if the U.S. title champion was anybody else, I'd be right. I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, they'll do that. That makes a lot of sense. But putting Reigns on SmackDown, I just don't think they're going to. I can see that's, that's the best way to get him to turn heel, he um end up um they drag him. So he's him, mad that he's on that show, or yeah, he come he get on SmackDown. He he tips like he's on there, and and, the, turn. and and had the Usos whispering in his, his ear. Oh uh, yeah, they, okay. They down there with him. Yeah, okay. they got. I just don't see Vince McMahon putting his golden boy, Roman Reigns, that he's been unsuccessfully for two years trying to get over. Oh, my God, look at CN Almas, this guy. Um, I just don't see that happening. Mm. Well, they got to do something with the boy because he got boot like shit as soon as he came out. That was so terrible on Monday. They were going nuts for everything. Heels, it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, ooh, big spot, dive over the top rope. Soon as Roman came in, boo! (laughs) Just like, man. And in Scotland, they did the same thing. It don't even matter. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe they're finally going. You know what? Doesn't matter. Put the guy on SmackDown. Let's, let's, yeah. But I, I still, I don't see that happening. But I will definitely give you uh, – so it wouldn't happen on SmackDown. So when it happens on Raw or Smack or on on Survivor Series, so when it happens on Raw or SmackDown a week or two later, if that happens, I'll be the first to, you know, tweet you like, oh, good, good call. But I don't see that happening at all. And remember what Stephanie said, that if you don't end up winning, anybody on the team that don't end up winning on Raw – he, she said it would be some quintess 
and some repercussions. That could be one of. But the it doesn't make sense her. because she's going to be punishing baby faces and heels. Like say the Raw five on for five man team loses. Well, okay, you're going to punish Roman and Seth, but also Kevin Owens is on that team. Jericho's on that team. Uh, Bray, uh, the big guys on that. Uh, Braun Strowman's on that team. So she's going to punish them, and have to, and what's the why would I care that the heel is punishing? He, it's just the dynamic doesn't. Uh, I mean, as much well, as well, WWE well. goes against like fan wants, and there's some very foundational things that uh, that they not even mm-hmm. stupid enough to go against. Well, I think that's the way they gonna have that fix is Stephanie start acting stupid, and that's what's gonna start. Um, Doing the conflict between her, no, the conflict between her and Foley. That's what's mm-hmm. going to start that back up again. Because she's going to be wanting to punish everybody, and um, Foley going to end up trying to start defending certain people. Right, and and Foley will use Shane's, you know, Shane's words against Stephanie. Like Shane was right. Like you just ruling by fear and. Whatever his his line was to her about how nothing's changed, you still dominate, you still run things by fear. We run things by opportunity. That 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 uh, that line. I mean, maybe maybe they're, that's what they're setting up. I wouldn't be. I don't think it's a out of out of you know the realm of possibility. But whew, that drop kick. But um, yeah, that would be. Uh, that would be. I I think Raw's going to win that match, and I think SmackDown's going to win the women's match. Possibly everything else. They, I think they're going. SmackDown's going to win the cruiserweight thing, and I think they're going to. Oh, okay. So it'll be two on two. It'll be two. Yeah, SmackDown will win the tag match and the cruiserweights, and the win the important stuff, quote unquote. Raw will win the five on five traditional men's match and the women's match. And I think Stephanie just, dropped a little hint with saying Shane will be the cause of SmackDown losing. Because mm. on Friday or Friday before last, I said to Bruce, like, there's only two reasons for Shane to be in that match. To take a decisive fall or to be the sole survivor. Yeah. And it's kind of hedging. No, like, no, well, yeah, you're really. going to lose or win, but... You know, but I, I, I think he'll be the sole survivor if SmackDown wins. Uh, if SmackDown loses, I think he'll get DQ'd some way because he'll just – he won't let up, you know. Like he's just going after whoever, and the ref just couldn't let it let it slide anymore. He DQ'd Shane, or they got double counted out. You know, I mean, classic – if you don't think we're going to get a classic Survivor Series finish uh, – or not finish, but – some DQ, uh, double count out type stuff, you know. That's definitely as I said, again. As I said, Undertaker come out there and cause a distraction. Undertaker? During the match. Yeah. He'll be at local. Um, local? It's in Toronto. I mean... Uh, even she'd travel with them to wherever, so he could just, you know, roll with them. He was on SmackDown. 
Because he was, yeah. he was talking trash, too. Talking about whoever, hey. um, in the, if they end up you losing, they got to answer to him. Yeah. So maybe that's, we were trying to figure out who feuds with Undertaker. Uh, we were, I was saying how AJ, is, I think it's a, it's a, it's a bad idea. But AJ and Bray, and not really, but kind of Randy Orton are the heels. So he's not going to. But he's feuded with all uh, with with Bray and Randy before. Oh, that was some rumors that that Undertaker was going to feud with Randy Orton again or something like that, wasn't it? Didn't I hear that a little bit ago? Yeah, that Could that all uh, him or uh, AJ one of the two. I just don't see few. Uh, I just don't see an AJ Undertaker feud or match happening. I just, for various reasons, I just don't think Undertaker's going to. He's not going to hit, hit him with a Styles Clash, and Undertaker ain't going to get pinned by no damn flying forearm. <laughs> I guess AJ could like really like cheat, put a little something in his elbow pad. So Undertaker with that uh, that fireman cool. carry to. Uh, Backbreaker, break his whole neck. Sheet. Neck just gone. And, and AJ's knees collapse under the weight of three hundred pounds coming down on his uh on his body. I mean, he did it to Roman. Yeah, I guess. I think he did it to Cena. Roman's you know? a better athlete and probably forty pounds lighter than Undertaker. Yeah. How much younger is Brandon Cobb than his brother? So Brandon's probably about 20 now. I think his bro's probably 26. If I had to guess, I'm just, I don't know. Steve. Steve, listen. Call him again. Uh, anything else uh, for us, uh, Willis, before we go? Uh, only. One thing I heard the stuff that the rail was talking about, and I didn't see um, Reese. She got her own personal Twitter and, and um, Instagram. Maurice, oh, Maurice, Mrs. Okay. White. Well, she was gone for and so Ms. long. I mean, remember she only has been yep. back for six months. And Miz has his own personal account. I seen that too. He got, I think he got two yep. separate accounts. He got one for WWE. And is it private? If you can't see nothing on it if you're not if oh, you don't let you follow. Right. Yeah, they can have they can yeah. have more account. They just if they want to do something. Who's want to stop them? Say, and that's what I want to ask my phone, like or it's my laptop or whatever. Like who the fuck are you to tell? I just like man, just baffles me that 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 that's even a. And again, I think he has a a real. Uh, I guess a real reason of asking that he put forth a, a decent argument on why that you know, but I'm just like, who the fuck? They can tell you one thing, and I don't mean you got to be like, okay, I guess I got to follow those stupid ass rules. I guess I can't talk to Nano on Twitter or on Instagram, or you know, share my pictures of my newborn with my, with my aunts and my family because WWE says I can't. What the fuck out of here? Asking for it's. If you have one under your wrestling name, you gotta have the WWE behind it. But if you have one that's your personal account, you can do whatever you want. So they can they can have their own damn pers- 
with no accounts and not get into any trouble. As Bruce Pritchard would say, that's all um, rumor and in the window. <laughs> in the window. So, all right. Good stuff, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, man. Bye. Willis, Willis from D.C., everybody. All right. Samoa Joe, Nakamura, A.J. Styles. What's that mean, uh, Rich? Those guys have their own personal social media? All right. Let's, uh. Oh, none have WWE in their names. Yeah, I thought that was. I didn't want to get into that because it's not necessarily true, but it's kind of a didn't matter. Um. All right, let's. Uh oh, I think we got Marty on the line for the second week in a row. Let's talk to Mark. Marty, what's up? Hey, guys, what's up? Not too much? What's going on? Uh, just uh, getting sleepy there, waiting for you guys to talk to me. <laughs> wow. Oy. Okay. Oy. Yeah, so uh, just curious. I mean, way to, way to call our show boring, but, you know, whatever. I'm not mad. <laughs> See, in the, Deep down inside you are, but you're not saying it. <laughs> um, so Undertaker's back, and that makes me wonder, and you kind of addressed this with the last caller, um, what are they going to have him do? Are they actually going to have him wrestle leading up to WrestleMania, or is he just going to be, like, cutting promos, or is he going to be, like, you know, just setting up for what could potentially be his last WrestleMania match? No clue. We tried to figure out who they're going to feud him with, if they're if they're even going to feud him with somebody and have him in a program. All we could come up with is AJ Styles, and then I talked about how much that doesn't make any sense style style wise, no pun intended, or like uh, just a lot of things wise. I just don't see that happening. But I don't yeah. know any other like real other options that you know uh, make sense. Nobody wants to see him feud with Bray again. I'm not even sure anybody wants to see him feud with Undertaker uh, with Randy Orton again. You know, yeah. well, I mean, they're they're going back to Lesnar and uh, Goldberg, so an Undertaker Orton feud, I guess, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. A who feud with Undertaker? Orton. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean, we ain't seen it in eleven. 11 years, yeah. so it's it's not exactly, yeah, true. you know, uh, 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 not fresh or we've seen it too much. It's definitely fresh a dozen years later, 10 years later. Um, yeah. I just don't know what the reason would be. It would, I guess something would have to, you know, something would have to happen at, at Survivor Series to, to spark that or something. Or, may, or maybe they could do something with, uh, I don't know, maybe Goldberg, you know, Bumps shoulders with him backstage, and that leads into something going into WrestleMania, possibly. Goldberg, Undertaker. 
You get into the same reason they didn't want to have why Undertaker Sting match isn't great. Because, yeah. number one, they're both 50. And so and it's like, well, who's going to sell for who? And number two, you're just making, like, why would you want to split the fans like that? Fans want to cheer for Undertaker. They want to cheer for Sting. They would want to cheer for Goldberg for sure. That's a good so, I think you just need to find a, 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 which I don't think they have, like an over heel at his level. Yep, they they really don't. Um, Unless they wanted to go back, he wanted to get some revenge on Brock Lesnar, and you know, I'm not sure who. Well, they already did uh, that. Yep, he got their revenge at uh, whatever Hell in a Cell match, right? Oh yeah, but then yeah. he low blowed him and kept his title or whatever the thing was. Well, yeah, I remember. Yeah, vaguely. That was the second remember. match, I think, and then they had a third match where Lesnar won, and that was the end of it. Yeah, remember Undertaker turned heel for like three weeks? <laughs> yep. Doing what he could. This is why I'm glad I'm not a booker, because there, there's no. I would be tearing my hair out trying to come up with something to do with this thin Look little roster. Party. Oh. Okay, I won't. <laughs> Just I'll tell you I'll tell you, I'll tear your hair out. I don't know. My goodness. Jeez. Get 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 rid of some of that chin fuzz that you're always complaining about. I'm not complaining about it. I'm complaining that it's going fucking great. Every goddamn time I yeah. look in the mirror. I got home from the, your crib yesterday, Cam, look got in, washed my hands, looked up like fuck. Got another one on the other side of my, of my beard now. It's like now that side wants to catch up because I got three on one side, and they're like, "Oh no, we we behind. We got to catch up on the le- on the left side." Got of here, man. Shit sucks. About to get that Grecian formula. Don't do that. What can I say? You're old. And my looking like Brad? a wax beard. Yeah. Jet black, so unnatural. Then I would do you that, and I would realize, oh, my hair is dark brown. Not, you know, it's not, it's not jet black. Yeah. It really is not actually dark brown. And if I jet blacked my beard, it would be, like, super obvious now. Like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know, actually, um, I have a non-wrestling question for you, because I'm kind of curious yeah. what your thought is. This. So okay. I have a friend. I have a friend who's Jewish, and friend. we went to high school together. Yeah, yeah, friend. Uh, we went to school together. He's Jewish. He ended up um, graduating. He's Jewish. He's a librarian. He is. No, he's not a librarian. But it's a friend. He's not a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, he uh, he uh, graduated valedictorian, and he ended up working for Breitbart. And now he works okay. with uh, that, that Steve Banyan guy. And, he's, and he was Banyan, on yeah. CNN. Yes, yeah, Steve Bannon, and he's a, he was on CNN. Oh, Steve Bannon is an anti-Semitic. He's a great guy, and all that. And it kind of makes me wonder, assuming that Steve Bannon is as bad as everyone says he is, why would he is. a Jew? He, okay, we okay. have his words let, let, and his actions on yeah. tape and on paper. So yes, he is. Okay, let let let's make that assumption. Why would a Jew work for a person who's virulently anti-Semitic, and why would he work for a website like Breitbart? Which because his check cleared, Martin. Of the all right. What the uh, fuck? You, you ever heard of us? You know, Jews are the first self, or at least I, I heard the term self-hating blank. 
in 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 referring to you know to Jews first. I never heard of self-hating woman, self-hating black, whatever. It was it was Jew first. I've heard self it since then, but uh, but yeah. Um, matter of fact, on Family Guy when when Chris was going to like oh two that that first run, Chris was going to convert to Judaism because <laughs> Peter thought that would immediate automatically make him smarter. Um, and, and then he gets into they go to the church where he's or the synagogue where he's doing his uh you know you know saying his Hebrew stuff getting on in from the book and and they bust in and Lois goes this isn't right. You're not, you know, you you can't convert to, you know, be Jewish or whatever. And these two cowboy guys, one goes, look at what we got here, Zeke, another a self-hating Jew. <laughs> and I thought, like, wow, it was the first time I ever heard that 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 term. Uh, I clearly understood what it meant. But man, I'm not saying your friend is that, but his check cleared. Why the fuck does Omarosa work for Donald Trump? Why does uh, Ben Car? I mean, it's just because. I mean, shit. A check is thicker than you know heritage and family. Sometimes it's definitely actually thicker than blood. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I mean so, so so that's why like, Martin. I mean, as long as that check clear from Breitbart, his Jew ass was going to keep going and will defend, you and we'll defend him to the fucking. Yeah. You'll say he's a good person, like you know, I, it's rough, man. It's it's rough. Yeah. It was, he it wasn't was really, talking about me. He's very prevalent in our society. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wasn't talking about me. He's talking about them other Jews and them other, yeah. you know, whatevers. Because we're friends. He wouldn't talk about me like that. He smiles in my face and tells me, you know, I'm a good guy. And he, he, he you know, he's a uh, whatever. I mean, people have their reasons for, for going. People vote against their own interests every fucking day. People spend money with companies and with industries. That, I mean, look at us. Look at us as wrestling fans. And uh, you know, like, come on, like we wrestling hasn't been, and and in a lot of ways it has been. Wrestling hasn't been like good in that sense in a long time. We complain about it every week, but here we are, self-hating ass people, <laughs> putting ourselves through torment just so we can get a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of a little bit of joy, and that's a, a, a and, real and you know exaggeration. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, at times when you have a really good feud or a really good match, it really does seem worth it. Like with that uh, mm-hmm. Rollins Lesnar match back in '15. I mean, th- that that one match makes up for. And, and I don't personally feel this way, but even if I did feel that, for like the last 15 years of wrestling has sucked. That one mm-hmm. match would have made up Which for it all hasn't. of it. Go that far. <laughs> well, it was a damn fucking good match, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying the, the 15 year part of of sucking. Like, yeah. nah, that's yeah. that's a that's a bit much. But yeah, but I, I get I, it. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. 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 So, so yeah, I mean, people do tear. You know, I mean, people hate themselves. People hate who they are. Why do you think in every country where the where the caste system is like the worst, like India, uh, Haiti, Dominican Republic, uh, some places in Central Africa where it's like imperialism and self hatred has ingrained in these people so much they're willing to slather chemicals and shit all over their 
dark black ass bodies just to uh just so they can lighten up. Why do people do that? Because they hate themselves. They hate where they come from. They hate they hate the gen, the, the DNA in their body. Which is I like how you which is the total opposite. Voice. Like no, you have the best, most diverse, strongest genetic makeup on the planet. You know, like you have dominant you genes. Why are like you mad that you're fucking Yeah. I like, you like how you made a valid point. I like how you yeah. made a valid point and put a pun in there at the same time. Oh, I wasn't Light, uh, lighten up. It's pretty good. It wasn't a pun. It was. A, I literally meant they're lightening up. <laughs> I, yeah, but but you find Marty would find a dumbass pun in it. I was making a real point. Yeah, I know right. you were making a real point, but he I found, found, he found a reverse pun. That happened. <laughs> oh boy, Martin. Oh, by by the way, Tram, I forgot to mention. Um, Remember earlier you were talking about your jewelry and how you spent like all this money on your on that jewelry and you could have put it down on like a uh, you know a no no, no that was Terrell spending thirty five hundred dollars oh. on a bracelet I spent no, two hundred dollars after that on a silver chain that you could you could have put well, that down what on you a gotta do? oh yeah 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 yes for sure go ahead yeah. yeah yeah I got you yeah so what you gotta do is you gotta talk to Terrell and ask him if that uh, if that jewelry was off the chain. Um, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm and, sorry I didn't um, call Marty a liar. My bad. So, yeah, yeah, so we're going to move on here and uh, See ya. head Come out on. to Minnesota and talk to our good buddy Shrove Man, who we haven't talked to in forever. Brian, what's happening? What up? Hey, we're doing the hotline ordering in the fast food restaurant right now. It was a busy day. What's that mean? With hot the, with the lady and myself. Yeah, we're ordering. So I don't want oh, to give ahead. away that restaurant where we're at, you know. Unless you guys want to get paid by them. Are, are they mean, a good restaurant? Are they, they giving are out money? Restaurant. You know, I appreciate them. But I don't want to give them a yeah, shout-out. Unless you guys... It, it's Wendy's. You know, it's a good spot. Thank you, Wendy's. <laughs> when you're in a pinch and you've had a long day and you're like, we don't really want to cook or go shopping for food, so we'll just have them They're going to give you a finger bacon cheeseburger? Uh, yeah. See, I, look, no, I think I am. I, I totally... Man, you better take your ass to P. Terry's. Oh, you don't got them. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Wendy's. I wish I would. <laughs> you should. That's the one thing that's surprising me at this point. I did I did enjoy listening to the show today, guys. It was a it was a busy day at work. Shooting a hammock suspended by fishing wire, but I entertained it myself and a big part of that was you guys at the end of my day. Wow. Nice. Hey, hey glad, glad to be of service. Yeah. Okay. All right, now I gotta be. I haven't called in a while, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. And I gotta. I gotta ask you guys because this has been bothering me. The whole like brand extension, re you know, reemerge, reimagine, whatever the hell you want to dub it. It's been painful, and now it seems like you guys are talking about Sami Zayn and, and entire division skipping sides. It's it's kind of sped up so much that it doesn't even really make sense. And the hardest thing for me to digest in this, as I'm sitting at Wendy's waiting to get my food, is mm. is that. They want us to care in something that literally just got broken up like six months ago. These dream matches, as they called it. Well, I just saw these guys wrestle months ago. Right. How is this? How is right. this any different? And, and then and the, the big crux that they've all cooked up with at, in Stamford is, is that Stephanie and Shane, they're going to battle for some type of supremacy, an imaginary supremacy that's going to have good guys and bad guys have to like form alliances in some way or weird 
at least acceptances of each other's like existence while they try to win a match for their boss. Yeah. And I'm I'm supposed to care about this, but I I can't figure out why I don't care or why I should care. What are your guys' thoughts? And then I'll go from there. Oh, I I I, I genuinely don't care. Um, you know, I, I've seen these guys. It's not like the, the thing about the uh, you know, the OG brand extension was that uh, my goodness, Kevin Durant. The thing about the OG brand extension was they had such an influx of talent at that point that they needed to split them the up. The roster was um, so swole. Yeah, and so like these I mean, just look at the mid card on SmackDown. It was like Benoit, Edge, and Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. They weren't yeah. even in the world title picture in in o two o three. Yep, and, and so you know you you can't recreate that thing because like you just these you guys were all stars before. Yeah. yeah, you don't have the body. These guys were all stars before all that jumped off, and so like they're not getting bigger being on different brands. Um, to the point where they're all like world title contenders or had a world title somewhere else. Like they're all good guys, but you know, we've seen, you know, you remember when Cesaro and Zane and Owens and uh, I don't know if it was Ziggler at that point. And there's like all these guys were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for the icy title. Like that was, that was a thing. And like we've seen all those guys. So when they get together and wrestle again, it's just, eh. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's like, it's oh, we're happening. definitely going to get some good matches and some good matchups. Yeah. But this ain't nothing new or fresh or any of that. Yeah. None of it is fresh. None of it is new. It's all – it's painful to watch. And some of it is, is reminiscent of, like, when the authority kind of first came into power and everyone was forced to yield – uh Wade said it. It was like when Stephanie came out on Monday, it was like watching a bunch of students having to wait for their teacher. You know, their, No, their what did he say on Twitter? He said all the third graders lined up in separate lines at the water fountain just like teacher Steph told them or something like that. And, I, it's like, yeah. and I'm sitting in the car as, as my teacher, special lady, she's a third grade teacher, she's, she told me to sit here and wait and we'll get some food. <laughs> and that's what I did. But I'm not a WWE superstar asking You're me not to a spend rebel $30 on a fucking T-shirt. There is no rebels. The, the only one that's a rebel is Brock Lesnar and I guess Bill Goldberg in some weird far guy way, but not really. He, no, no, I don't. I he's he did. I don't. Everyone proclaimed him to be doing very well the first time he showed up. I simply think he uh, he passed. He didn't like get an A. He just got like maybe a B minus. Seventy two. You know, if I was being, <laughs> like yeah, he he did the. He knew his shit, but he didn't know like the extra credit. You know, or if he did, he knew the joke no, on that was a sports question because the class. teacher always throws it in. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't he raised his well. hand in class. He wasn't trying to trying to participate and be a part of the group. He was like, look, I'll show up on the quizzes. I'll show up on the tests. Leave me the fuck alone. I was like, all right, well, you know, participation and all that stuff is a part of the grade, so take this C minus and, you know, you, you, you shit in college, you couldn't even pass with a C minus. You had to have a C or better, you know, 75 or better. You couldn't even pass with a C minus. Or move on to the next, you know, course with a C minus. Lisa's how I, I don't think there's gonna is there gonna be another course for Bill Goldberg though. I guess you're gonna guys get, you know decide post Sunday because I guess he got bloated up fairly quickly in the ring. But none of the matches were ever that long. Is Bill Goldberg gonna have another yeah. match? Was my suggestion beyond the Survivor Series? Is he gonna do a WrestleMania? 
you know, a farewell goodbye. Oh, or is this I don't know be... if Bill Goldberg knows that. I think, you know, management wants him to for sure. I'm sure they you, want him You think it's a WWE wants it thing? Just curious. I, I, I've never, I've yeah, never heard him, much about like Bill a in the back from, yeah, for him it's that, but it's like once he gets it done, I guess, I mean, if there's enough money dangling, you know, they put a, you know, a tasty enough carrot dipped in enough ranch, he'll, he's an Oklahoma boy, he'll jump on that, right? He likes his ranch or barbecue or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. <laughs> ranch and, and carrots sounds better than barbecue and carrots in my mind. Yeah, yeah, So hungry. Sure. All right, well, now, now this is my big point that's been, as we kind of went around to it, but this, we're, we're, we're going to bring it full circle before I let you guys continue on with this show. And that's this idea that Stephanie and Shane, we're supposed to somehow care about these two. And watching, you guys even talked about Mick Foley being just, like, pacified. He doesn't even matter anymore. He's like a muppet. doesn't do anything. doesn't stop anything. She just trudges through. And basically, these two, everyone is supposed to care that Stephanie or Shane are proven to be the better kid. What? What is in WWE's mind when they think, like, that's actually going to propel people to not only, I mean, back in the day, buy a pay-per-view, but keep buying the network month in and month out? It just, you know, it's that you just really don't sweet. care that it's nine, bu- ten bucks off your thing every month. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Just that model I of price at a, at a price point where people don't, even if they're not necessarily satisfied or watching because of time. Like, like not because they, I mean, I don't watch, before Luke Cage, like, I can't remember the last time I had, like, watched Netflix, but I have it. I pay for it every. Well, my mom pays for it. I pay for Hulu, but you know, we have it. I only now watch Hulu now because I don't have for the. You know, I don't have cable. I have uh, you know Sling TV, and I miss Smackdowns because I'm you know recording and I'm at Cam's house watching and recording Flash podcasts. Um, So yeah, I don't. I don't forgot what we were talking about. Sorry. We were talking about the reasonings why the the audience is supposed to care about, and and more importantly, the the audience you know is the is is not as important so much as the wrestlers because the audience care about the wrestlers. So why do the wrestlers care about who wins this match? You know what 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 incentive? Well, they put the the stipulation about the draft picks or whatever, or whoever for everyone else. but a lot of the pitch comes But again, to we even poked holes in that about like why would you want top contenders coming to your show to have to it now contend with sense. Yeah, it's it's, you know what I mean? it's and, and not it's not it's not the most logical straight line kind of uh Oh, it's horrible. You know, it's horrible. Thing. And, not, not, and it's poorly timed because it just happened and then you know, I always refer to it like, you know, when doing stuff is we always have credibility coins or, or tokens, however you want to view it. We can only dish out so much of this. That's why, you know, people, you guys, the election just happened. So certain politicians won't speak on certain topics, but their their people around them will, right? They'll touch the more hot-button topics. They themselves don't necessarily have to touch them directly. If they don't right. I was to. watching, what was I watching yesterday? Oh, I was or listening to... Joe Rogan's End of the World podcast that they recorded as the election was happening. You know, they're on the West Coast, so they they really got all the good stuff. And, you know, they didn't have, you're not sitting around waiting for, for everything to close. Um, I think they said they were talking about how Hillary 
shouldn't have been the one out. Oh, they were like, she should have lied and never talked about how Trump supporters are, are like racists and bigots and fucking misogynists and every other is terrible is you can be because you let your surrogates do that. You go out there and you talk to those Rust Belt people and those farmers and you go, I won't, I don't believe that Donald Trump uh, is getting, you know, like you basically go, we're, I believe in, in America more that you're going to get divided by hateful rhetoric. You're not. America isn't racist. America is, is good. And, and then let her surrogates go out there and call people deplorable and shit, even though they are. It's true. I mean, fucking, if the last week has taught us anything, it's, oh, oh, yeah, Donald Trump fans are fucking awful. In, 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 a, in, a, in a general sense, you know, I, I, or they're passively awful. Like a like a like a like how I would describe Pat McNeil, you like know, that. like, like no 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 no, you're not a bigot, like a you're not a fucking horrible your... person. You just support wholly a bigot and a horrible person. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no no no, that, I I I get the difference. You know, yeah, sure. You know, to me, it's like well, it's same fucking thing. Actually, I'd rather deal with a flat out bigot and fucking misogynist or whatever ist than someone who. Who isn't afraid of that? Like, no, 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 that's cool. Like, no, 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 I'd rather just deal with the fucking guy that wants me to hang from a fucking tree with a fork up my ass. Not the fucking, you know, fake-ass liberal that's, you know, not, or going to sit home because both candidates are bad. That person I'm afraid of more than the guy that wants to drag me behind his fucking pickup truck. I'm going to steer things back into a left, because I want to talk wrestling. I did appreciate last week's show but I want to check out of all this. And so, but it does speak, what you're talking about does speak to the larger point, which is the people themselves, the candidates, and what they're subjected to, and what people think of them. And what do people think of Stephanie and Shane? They don't think anything of them. They're just power. I think think the best person to speak on it was, uh, who was it Todd Martin, who dubbed it power porn when they have their 10-minute little segment where Stephanie, you know, degrades or says what she needs to do to feel better about herself that week. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah. and I like his coin, he coined the war even worse Because they're like so delirious. It's like watching the end oh, of shit. the fucking Roman Empire. It's like, and you are going to fight him, and none of you have weapons. Only thing you'll have is, uh, and then they take up you know what? They have to, you I think comparing America, I think yeah. comparing America to Rome is so disrespectful to Rome. <laughs> you know, oh. like like those motherfuckers, like had a thousand year reign. They dominated the globe. Now we do. We America dominates the well, globe in in lots of ways, socially, media wise, and all that. But Rome literally like was in your backyard. You know, in North Africa, you were a fucking. You know, you were under their control. If you were in fucking southern, uh, those southern uh, Germanic states or states, or whatever, the Gaul, they were under the Gaul, yeah, control. Yeah, yeah, but they lasted for a thousand years, and then they didn't have a Rome as an example. <laughs> You know, like we, number one, been around 250 fucking years. We, again, America's been around 250 years, and we have all the examples of history to look back at, and we're still fucking falling right into that same. So so that's why I say it's disrespectful to Rome. Like, damn. They, first off, they, they run was way better, way tighter. They innovated all kinds of shit we're still using today, and, and they didn't have history on their, on their side to give them an example. We do, and yet we're like, mm, 
let's keep going in this direction. I'm, yeah, I'm simply change the speaking topic. to the madness of like a, a Caligula and you know that type of emperor. Where it's everything is degrading around you, but still they're trying to stand up and make it seem like it's all right, even though what they're espousing Caligula didn't give up. Caligula was trying to get fucked and torture people. Yeah, yeah. And torture. Well, that's what Stephanie does to me. That's what she does to me. She tortures me. And and for what? Yeah. So she can have some fucking sacrificial pig hearts so that she can make a sacrament to the gods so she can live a little longer. Something John Cena needs to tell her about the children of China because she's, she's looking good for how much she's had road hair. You know what I mean? Like, that guy's just starting to show it now. You know what I mean? It's like, he's now he's starting to look right. old. He's had a lot of mileage put on him. That's a lot of Chinese children's hearts. They're, they're still fighting for pig's hearts, and I'm to give a fuck. Like, what the hell? So they can get us to Vince. He's like, oh, yeah. Now you're changing the parameters, Brian. It's them. their soul and their essence that he takes, not their heart. No, 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 no. Let me find no, out see, he's that's, actually that's eating their That's like simple druidic shit, man. That's like, you're, you're talking about doubt, degrading someone. You're degrading the, I don't know the specific name because you can only say it if you know their native tongue to the actual language. Uh, Otherwise, it just sounds like gibberish. But the McMahons believe in, in sacrifices, whether it be goats or pig's hearts or, you know, God, <laughs> the best of all, is children to their God that I do not know their name of. And, and that's what keeps them in their Reich. Speaking of, uh, uh, you know, bragging Reichs, Vince McMahon, right. Stephanie, and Shane, they, that's their Reichs right there. It's, it's literally like watching fascist dictators in Europe, except there's not human life involved, except for those of, like, Mick Foley, who's probably going to be crippled someday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, and that's my last point. Okay, off of joking, like it, it's painful to watch these two power porn each other for like who's going to be the fucking best. But in all reality, like it was, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this with the whole women telling a sell. I know it's in the past, but watching Mick Foley have to sell that match, even though everyone says he, you know, he lost the match. I get it, but his the toll that his body took is what sells that. That image is what they sell. They sold made millions upon millions of dollars upon. The whole image of the Attitude Area, is, a lot of that is backed on that image of him getting flung off that motherfucker. But he sat there and told them how much of a, of a legend they can become. He built it up. He, he said a little bit the first time, but then he, he didn't say any more of that. How does he, how do they let, like, look at him. He can barely stand without swaying back and forth. He looks like a 70-year-old man, and he's not. It's sad. Sad. Yeah, no, I mean, it is, but... You know, hey, he got he got rich off of it and famous. So, all right, Brian, we got a couple more callers. I'm gonna try to blast through I'll before we get out of here. So we're going to win. Yeah, good, right. good stuff. Don't be a stranger. Well, all right, Brian from uh, Minnesota, everybody. Let's go to. Oh shit, Brian's call won't hang up. Oh, there we go. Now I see three three seven. I think that's Brad, but I'm going to skip Brad. Oh, he uh, he hasn't been on hold anyway, so I'm or as long. So I'm going to 408, which seems like a, a new number. I haven't I haven't seen them before, so I'm gonna go to them first. Uh, 408, who's oh, this? No. What's happening? Hi, this is Ammon from San Jose, California. What's your name? Uh, I just want to say Ammon. Ammon, okay. What's happening? What's up, man? So I'll say this is my favorite show. I've been VIP for about three months now. Oh shit! Nice. All right. No, so, how'd you how'd you yeah. find us? Just just being VIP on the torch period and just seeing us. Yeah, I'm saying this feels the best because I don't know. It just feels like a conversation I have with my friends and stuff. So. You know who you yeah. should tell that to? At who? the Wade Keller. 
<laughs> no, I'm dead right. serious. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm not. Right, that, that wasn't the last line. That was like serious. I'll give you the email addresses. <laughs> you can text them if okay. you want. <laughs> but what's happening? All right. So I just want to see what you guys think about all these like brand invasion crossover stuff that's going on. Because, um, you know, like these past few days, like SmackDown, they didn't get invited to Raw and, uh, they're just coming out of the crowd and everything, just being able yeah. to jump them. And Raw comes in, stomping out the other team like you know nothing's going on. And the first time we saw something like this was right after the draft, where Orton came in and he he gave his RKO to Lesnar, and then right away he had to like bounce because security and Stephanie and Foley was chasing him out and all that. And then now it's just like, just like, yeah, five six oh, people okay, can show up in four yeah. different areas of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> it came from everywhere. It's like, what kind of who y'all got on your on your doors? Like, what kind of off? Like, it's it's one thing to have inept, awful security in the ring, like during that 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 segment with Lesnar and 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 and, and Goldberg. But damn, y'all, actual stadium security that that mans like the doors and exits are like inept too. And like, I don't feel safe coming to this building anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Or why did I buy a ticket? I could have just snuck it like them. Shit. <laughs> and more than anything, what are doing? Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, just just the fact that they got, like, a cross-pay-per-view coming up and, like, the rules don't matter anymore. Like, they can just come through. So, I don't know. It just seems kind of a little off the script. And, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, you just, I mean, wrestling's filled with, you know, you got to just kind of, Ignore things or or suspend your disbelief. That's a you know another you know term everybody uses. But you know, yeah. some some is worse than others. Is Coswell yeah. coming back? Because they're doing this where are they now thing with him, and he's like ridiculously kind of ripped. He's in Miami, like. Yeah. Doing like martial arts stuff Acting? or something? I don't know. No, he's I don't know. I showed him working out and he's jacked and shredded. So I wonder if he's or if this is if he just was like, Yeah, no, I'll do a where they now segment. But it just doesn't seem like he was big enough to you know, get this kind of treatment. Who cares where fucking Kozlov is now? Oh, he's boxing. He's the Moscow Mauler. He's boxing or something. I'm not seeing that. Oh, yeah, no, he's doing MMA. Cool. Damn, is that his woman? She's fine. Okay, I didn't know he was in one of the Fast and Furious movies. That's cool. I did not either. Double, double E. Anyway, anything else for us, Annan? I did want to kind of keep it Yeah, so uh, uh, just a quick question. I just want to see, uh, how are you guys like when you guys go to, like, the live shows and stuff? Because are you guys, like, trying to take notes and stuff, or are you guys just like every other fan, just taking edibles and drinks or whatever and try to start chants? What do you mean, at shows? So, at yeah, like shows? when you guys go to live shows with each other or I don't know. Whatever. So we didn't talk about yeah. it a lot on, on this show, but we do another show. And one of uh, it was uh, the kind of we call it the off season shows when we're not covering uh, the Flash or Preacher. The Flash. So or one of the weekends. Preacher, yeah. yeah. So one of the weekends was was WrestleMania week, 
So we just talked about like our experience uh, the whole weekend and at the show. No, I was pissed drunk at the show, trying to fight people and stealing things <laughs> from AT and T Stadium. Dylan Jerry, Jerry Jones property. Of those things. So yeah, no. At the shows, it's enjoy the show, and once you you know drink some water and Matter shake your fact, head around a little. Matter of fact, we're the other way. Remember what? Like we're about to like we. I say we, and I mean Cam was about to fight mm-hmm. those dudes that were like. Uh, there were like some super obnoxious guys near us. No, and they were starting chance, and I was not. They were, or they were trying, not, and they were hey, not I catching too much on. for my damn ticket to, to for that. So yeah, we had we had words. So no, no, I'm not. <laughs> like I don't want to be the show at the wrestling show. I want to enjoy the wrestling show. Um, you know, yeah. this is the show. This is when that happens. Like I want, like when I come to your job, I'm not telling you how to cook the fries. If you don't cook them right, then we'll have a conversation. Might need some different right. fries at that point. And I'm not in back there next to you on the grill talking about, no, nah, I'll flip my burger now. So, no, I, when I'm at the show, like, I want to be – I want to enjoy myself. Why, I don't want to be a part of the show. Why can you use the example of, of an accountant? I'm not looking over your calcul- over your shoulder telling you what to punch in your calculator. It got to be burgers and fries. Damn. I'm more concerned with the food. Um, <laughs> I'm more concerned about my money. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. Um, but, no, at the – yeah, at the shows, I'm pretty – like, I'm having a good time, but I'm I'm typically kind of full of a lot of alcohol. So, you know, <laughs> my issue is not with what I'm watching. It's with how people are reacting to what we're watching. So, yeah. Usually I'm not a <laughs> chance-starting guy. The best thing – I remember my junior year in high school, we were playing – the varsity basketball was playing Dobbins, and the, the ref just missed us. Oh, just an awful call, either called an awful call or just missed a blatant call. And I just remember starting up. I just, bullshit, boo. I said it twice, and then a second later, the entire arena or the entire stands were in. So I felt like, oh, shit, I caught on, you know. So when I'm at my wrestling shows, I'm, I can be a man. I, and I've talked about it here before. Like, I, I, at, at Royal Rumble 04, when Michaels versus Triple H, last man standing, there were there was a spot there. Triple H was trying to pedigree Michaels through the announce table, and Michaels countered and got out of it. And they never did they never did the spot. Like Michaels countered, and you know they they went on to the next thing. But no one ever got went through a table, and the crowd booed. Now, now remember this match was buckets. They were. Buckets of blood. There were spots all over. It was a last man standing with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. You can imagine how gruesome it, 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 it was. And the fans booed because they didn't go. He didn't pedigree him through a table. I stood up and chastised the entire whoever was around me that could hear me. I was like, boo, boo. It's never fucking enough for you people. And you know. And I wasn't drunk or anything. I just was pissed off that the fans are fucking scumbags, that they booed that these guys didn't, like, you know, go through a damn announce table, you know, after, like 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 that, like they had a patty cake match the entire time. Like, you're just ignoring the fact that they're gushing and fucking doing all kinds of terrible stuff to their bodies uh, for this match, and you're mad they didn't go through the table. So uh, I, I have my moments for sure at the Ring of Honor, the Ring of Honor show when Chris Hero was in the main event, and I waited till there was a lull and a quiet, you know, and I just stood up and, I can be your hero, baby. And, you know, got a nice pop, pop out, of the, out of the armory. 
And uh, but yeah, I'm pretty selective with my uh, with my you know douchey shit like that. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm not right. starting chance. Or, you know, that's not exactly <laughs> fresh and innovative. All right, so I mean, at least of course you guys still should rest things at home. But all right, that's all I got. I want to take up too much. Cool, time. man. Hey, don't be a stranger, man. Call us. Uh, yeah, good talking. Call us again, and don't wait call. till end of the show to call too, so we have more time. Oh, all right. <laughs> Well, I've been right, on dude. a hold for a while, but... Oh, well, my bad. But, no, go ahead. That's that's cool. <laughs> Blame me. I get it. No, that's fine. That's that's fine. No. <laughs> but, yeah, no, no, no. Get up get Now I see 408, I'll, I'll get you on. So, don't be a stranger. All right. Well, that was Annan from, uh, I think he says San Jose. And uh, let's go to the 337. I think this is Brad. Boom. Probably be last call of the day. Brad, what's happening? Yeah, what's up, man? How y'all doing? What's going doing on? Doing well, doing well. All right, man. Uh, I guess I could, uh, since we're wrapping up the show a little bit, I guess I can get right to it. Um, So I came in, like, right around, as I think, whenever y'all were talking about uh, the cruiserweight and stuff, well, I guess I think it was with Darrell, um, and how uh, he thinks that they're going to keep them on Raw. I, I just... I feel like to put that stipulation out there for no reason uh, other than for the Cruiserweights to go to SmackDown would would be very pointless and kind of like uh, what y'all said, like such a ridiculous uh, stipulation for Mick to give uh, the entire division up for grabs for one a person. Like if Kalisto won the match, it would be nothing for him to just move to right. Raw. It ain't even know? a two out of three falls match. Damn. Uh, best of seven. Like, <laughs> just, just, well, just one match. You got the whole division if you win. Is the, like, they said okay. they're gonna bring What do you get if you guys win? <laughs> nothing. Like, no, nothing. Go over there, nothing. So, yeah. so the way I saw that part was what do y'all get was okay, well if that's what we're putting on the line, then that's why I thought they did the whole deal with Dolph Ziggler putting the IC title up against one of their guys. So, uh, so but it still wouldn't make any sense because Sammy would have to win his match and if Brian Kendrick would win his match, he doesn't get anything so yeah, it, it would have been. So that's why I just don't see Kalisto uh, losing that match. Plus the whole two or five deal. Like, it's just a, it's yeah, just so, a way uh, to get to another thing that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. make sense, but it gets you to another, the next scene or the next you know act in a movie or play or whatever. Yes, um, and, uh, and uh, but when I when I came on, I think y'all were actually talking about like the characters on social media and that. Stupid uh, picture. I think it was Stephanie and Bray Wyatt and somebody else in it. And I was like, really? Of all characters? Of all the characters? Renee and Stephanie could take all the pictures they want, but why in the uh, hell is Bray Wyatt in this picture? Um, I always saw it as uh, if your Instagram or Twitter, Facebook name is your character name, then you are in character anytime you do anything on those. And if you have your personal uh, things, then you're going by your real names because that's the real you. So if they're going to post anything under the Bray Wyatt or the Stephanie McMahon character, I guess she's a tough one to do, but her character is a public figure, so she's always in character if you ask me. Uh, So, like, Bray Wyatt, if he's on Instagram, which his character shouldn't have any type of social media if you ask me. Anytime he does anything on there, he should be in character. 
same thing with Owens, Rollins, everybody. Well, he can have, a, he can they, have a, a social media account, Twitter and Instagram and stuff. If he, you know, like posts like, uh, uh, you know, like roadkill yes, and stuff like I, that. Yeah, Bray, <laughs> think that you, you know, would think the Bray Wyatt character should be posting. Yeah, I mean, if he just like, it, it takes just, a little extra thought and 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 stuff. But if you're going to do it, then just do, just keep it keep it stay in character or sign on to, you know, I don't even know Bray Wyatt's real name. Uh, you know, do your personal oh, one, Rotunda, you know, you know Brandon Rotunda, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, and then you can post it there, and then 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 uh because the 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 analogy I heard something about Tom Cruise I don't I don't know the Mission Impossible series so I, I yeah. didn't want to use him but like I, I'm gonna use uh I use freaking uh Cuba Gooden Jr. Um, like if he's gonna do a freaking uh Instagram or anything his his he doesn't do any social media on his. Uh, under radio, he does it under Cuba Gooden Jr. So he can talk about all these things. What? Radio is the one you're Cuba Gooden Jr. is the person you. I mean, of all, I mean, I was, I, I was. What did you say? I got a reason for it. I was like, I got oh, a reason for it. Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, he's got a hit movie. Got, everybody knows who Doctor Strange I, is. I, I you know, Cuba nobody Gooden would Jr. expect him to be Doctor Strange outside of you know the movie. <laughs> Well, I think him mainly. So, and that's another this, thing. This like, well, what happens if you play fantasy characters? What ha- What do you do if you play a fucking alien or or something that's just not a thing here on Earth that people are, you know, like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The whole thing is well, silly think- in so many ways. The fans' response and then management's like reasoning and all that stuff. It's just like, my goodness, leave people alone. Well, the reason I picked uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. as the person is because I like when I said I looked in the mirror and I chuckled because at all as a kid, even every time I meet a new person, they always say I look like somebody and they can't put their finger on it. And I tell them Cuba Gooden Jr. because I got that all the time, especially whenever you was a, I guess, bigger deal in in, in the world of uh, movie making and stuff. So uh, I saw that and I was like, oh damn, I kind of do look like Cuba Gooden Jr. right now. Just the way my no, so I just was. went. I, well, so I just went to your Facebook page. <laughs> like, oh shit! Look at Kuba. He does. <laughs> also, I didn't know you. Uh, you worked at uh, Kane's too. That's my jam. He, uh, know, the but cool he, thing is, he, 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 the cool thing is, uh, I'm a, I'm a, like, uh, like, uh, I, I, it's gonna sound like a shameless plug, but I, I truly do like my job. Like, I, I love my job and. Uh, they're going to be coming to uh, Baton Rouge uh, soon, and Raising Cane started in Baton Rouge, and they just signed, I guess, the sponsor deal, because so, they're going to be at the River Center in Baton Rouge when I was the Raising Cane's uh, River Center, and I was pretty hyped for that because that was going to be a SmackDown show. And I, Better than I, the I'm damn really going Smoothie to, King fucking arena or yeah, whatever. I, I, uh, yeah, the Smoothie, King, the Smoothie King Center. Terrible. And uh, the, the, and they're doing Raw the ne- the night before at the Smoothie King Center, and uh, so I might uh, hit that one up in in New Orleans as well. And then on Sunday they're doing a Smack uh, SmackDown live event in Lafayette, so they're gonna be in Louisiana. I'm I'm, I'm gonna try to hit all three, <laughs> but chances are I won't hit all three. Wait, so so I'm looking up now. I'm just scrolling through your damn profile pics, and now I keep that oh, all I can hear is you, you going Ricky. 
Oh, man, hey, my favorite thing uh, uh, is uh, at work, uh, whenever somebody mentions Cuba Gooden James, whenever, like, they first start uh, working for me, and, uh, and they're like, man, you look just like the guy, and they'll use, like, the lamest movies to me for Cuba. They'll use, oh, Snow Dogs. Oh, I'm like, oh, boys in the hood. And they're like, or, you know, I'm like, oh, boys in the hood, and they go, what's that? I'm like, really? Y'all, y'all don't know boys in the hood? Oh, forget I'm black, you're white, never mind. What's that? It's a culture. It's a culture. It's a culture difference. So I was, uh, and I told him go watch it. I got one of the guys to watch it. He was like, "Is that what it really like?" It? Uh, in those areas, I'm like, there's some of them. I said, "Some of them." I said, uh, "I've I've been in some that were worse. Been in some that were way better. Yeah, some of them. No." Uh, and they were like, "You came from that?" I was like, "No, no, no. I've been there. I didn't get raised in those areas. There's a difference." Yeah, it wasn't until uh, I I grew. It wasn't until maybe ten years ago when I, uh, you know, when I kept, you know, kept my beard. But when I was between the ages of ten and twenty, when I just was clean face, as and and it was a new show. Fucking Will Smith all the time, all the time. Oh, you hate Fresh Prince? Like, no, no, I don't. Stop it. But I heard it enough that I was like, oh. I guess. You know, so I, I was I, watching I, I, I uh, a show. I was watching the show the other day, and I guess I was uh, I was listening to one of the episodes that I had missed uh, of the uh, live of the East Coast live cast, and uh, we was watching a show called Super Show uh, or Superstore or whatever. Store. And uh, my girl, yeah, my girlfriend goes, my girlfriend goes, man, hey, that guy right there. Uh, there was a guy, the guy in the wheelchair or whatever. She's like, he kind of has the demeanor as one of those guys on you that you listen to on that podcast. And I was like, which one could it be? I was like, maybe it's Trav, because the guy on this episode was, like, being super sarcastic to everyone. And I was like, I'm not sarcastic. Maybe it's, it has to be Trav. Nah, like, uh, I said, is it Trav? Because, like, he's the only black guy to, that I listen to regular and Cam. But, I mean, I, I hear Travis a little bit more than Cam, no offense. Well, that's just a fact. That do another show. Yeah, well, one of us is just kind of a dick. So it happens. Um, Wait. Yeah. <laughs> no, it happens. You don't got to parse. You don't got to kind of. Just, you know, you got to qualify shit. No, I said one of us is kind of talking about me. I'm the kind of. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know, oh, man. Oh, oh. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I've, heard, uh, Travis go off. I've heard Travis go off on some people to the point where whenever he got loud, uh, I was like, man, you want to coach Dolph Ziggler on how to – have some intensity yeah, when right. you get loud and other than getting loud. I'm like, because a freaking, uh, uh, I was remember because I forgot what it was. It was something ridiculous. And I remember agreeing with you, but I was laughing because you were like screaming. And I was like, is he even by his mic right now? Like, he's going ham. And I was like, man, I'm still intense. I want to see, I wanted to see you in a match right after that. I'm a, I'm a nice guy. I promise. It happens. I'm just, yeah, just an angry, just an angry little guy. Uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, so so that uh, yeah, back to wrestling. Uh, with Rome, I I, I watched Raw um right before I watched SmackDown, and that Roman reaction was really confusing because anytime he did anything by himself, it was boom. The moment he did something with Seth, he got scared out of it. It was like, oh okay, that's not so bad. Yep. 
Oh yeah, there's like yep. it's like it went from being Roman Reigns to oh it's the Shield. Let's we we like them at this point. Let's cheer him again. And then he does something else right afterwards, and then they boom again. It was like y'all 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 can't be switching like like if I go to the show and I and I'm going to cheer for Roman, I'm cheering for Roman like point blank period. Like that's what I'm signing. Like, I'm not. And vice versa. If somebody does something that I don't like, then they're gonna get booed. If they do something I like, they're gonna get cheered. If, if that's a man, they can't just boo the guy for existing, though, man. They did. That's exactly and what they, they will doing. continue. I mean, they can. I'm not gonna say they can't. They definitely can, because that's definitely what they're doing. But uh, right. oh god, so that uh, that match with uh Braun and Jericho and uh, set. W- w- it was obvious that match was to let people know how uh, how quote unquote good Braun Strowman is, and I think he did pretty good. Uh, it was. I mean, he's good at throwing people around because he's giant and strong. Bigger, and he did the strongman competition, hmm. so he better be good at throwing those little guys around. Yeah. But man, a couple of those uh, bums that he did was like stiff, and I think he showed tried to show off at one point when he did his running power slam, like he did an extra lap around the ring just to. Just to say, yeah, I can run with Xavier on my shoulders. Like, what's up? Mm. Yeah, y'all get on my level. So, uh, my, uh, and uh, Travis, uh, don't feel so bad. I have my gray hairs as well. Damn, you nine no, years younger than me. I guess I should. Yeah, my, and my, Blank. yeah, my girl, uh, whenever, if my girlfriend sees them, she takes them out. Like, she says, oh, gray hair, come here, pluck. It ain't that ain't staying but, there. I, but so I've always I I subscribe to the to the probable probably myth that if you pull one out two grow back. So I'm leaving them <laughs> alone. Well, she plucked one about two months ago, and I haven't seen any since. So um, I'm a go. He regrouped, and then he got to get his point. homies. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, all right, Brad, no, we got to leave it on that note. We got to get the hell out of here. All right, man. Y'all be good. Y'all have a great night, man. Definitely. Take care. Talk to you soon. Brad from uh, Louisiana. Um, so that does it for us this week uh, here on the uh, live portion. I do want to get one, and I hope you haven't seen it to spoil it, uh, uh, Cam, but I just want to get your opinion on one thing. If you text mm-hmm. a guy, right, and one of your, your guy friends, like, oh, uh, we at the domain. I uh, we'll be yeah. or we're going to the domain. Meet us there at eleven or noon. And he texts back. Yeah. K. Do you, yeah. do you ever feel some kind of way? I mean, I'm. No, but there's a <laughs> distinction because because the person in question is like a, a husband and a father, so like he's he's established his <laughs> uh, his masculinity <laughs> in his, you in saw his entirety. So if he, you know. Yeah, no, no, I just see it. So, like, you know, if um if he decides that that K works for him, like, I can't that so much. <laughs> oh but man, yeah. my uh my um tree guy down here, same shit. Hey, I'm gonna grab something off you this weekend. Um, you know, blah blah blah. Okay. K. There's <laughs> <laughs> an O and A and a Y that goes with that. Fuck. Yeah. Nope. Okay. And I just read it K every time. <laughs> Terrible. 
Rich be like, all right, motherfucker, you got a solo VIP uh, <laughs> tonight. Mm-hmm. Busting on me. So, all right, that does it for us uh, this week. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging in there. Thanks for uh, Ann and the new caller uh, from San Jose. Uh, good stuff, fun stuff, nice bounce-back week. Not so much doom and gloom. Uh, or at least we've just gotten numb to the to the doom and gloom. You know, it's like, eh, hey, you can only be... Uh, you can only be, you know, at that emotional high for, or, or I guess yeah. low, but really, you know, that emotional high for so, for so long. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, free folks, all you wildlings out there, uh, we'll be back next week. All you VIP people, hang on for a few seconds, and me and Rich will be by. And uh, speaking of, oh crap, did he? Oh damn, he hung up. I was going to fuck with him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we out.